This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Raiders! Oakland, LA, Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Episode number 205 of Raiders Fan Radio coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave. Appreciate all of you joining us here tonight. Appreciate everybody that's jumped in on the audio podcast where you can find us anywhere you can find a podcast at Murph's Fan Cave. That is M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. Uh, that on uh, what, what it, I guess anywhere means like what? Apple and Google and Stitcher and iTunes. It's, yeah. It's not even iTunes anymore. It's just whatever. Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Or you can just. America, go to the YouTube right now. Do that again, Jeff. America, go Thank to you. the YouTube right now. Yeah, go to the yeah, YouTube because absolutely. that's where the best, absolute best community it's, it's there where the is. where the action's at. That's where the action's at. Absolutely. Best community there is within Raider Nation, of course. And that disembodied voice that you heard comes from the Western Annex of the Murph's Fan Cave Desk. Welcome to the show, the one and only Swag Jeff. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Wait a minute. I actually hey. have one of those. Ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who, did, who did it better, the soundbite or Swag Jeff? I, I think, beep, 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 beep. Well, you know, that was left over from the last time that you were here because well, yeah. when the Raiders announced the uh, the, the field club. Oh, yeah. yeah. So remember, we played that and then we played this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's the best. And that was when you and uh, and your buddy that's adorning the Southern Annex of the Western Annex of yes. the North Fan Cave Desk was here. Do you want to introduce him as well? Yes, absolutely. So so not only did I bring a guest, but the guest brought a guest, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, let, let's go over to this camera and go say hello to QB Jeff. What's going on? What's yeah. going on, QB Jeff? Give me a, where's the applause, yeah. man? Sorry, yeah, I was... Give me some, give me some dap, man. There, yeah, 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 there, there it is. Sorry, I was playing the Wayne's <laughs> yeah. World. Appreciate it. And, you know, we, we always run in packs in the Murphy household. So. That's right. Yeah, we do. Hey, hey, yeah. Well, we, we were getting outnumbered by Jeffs, so we had to outnumber the Jeffs with Murphys. That's right. So now it's three Murphys to two Jeffs because you have brought along your sister. Please introduce her. I have. My uh, my younger sister, Michelle Murphy, former Raiderette of the Raider Oakland Raiders. Hi, yes. Michelle. Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Hello. Welcome to Raiders Fan Radio. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to have you here. This is great to have you. So uh, we're going to get a chance to catch up with you and kind of hear a little bit about being a Raiderette and your history with the team and all that good stuff. Awesome. Can't wait. But uh, yeah, so but glad to have you here and, and yes. look forward to, to having and look forward to uh, interacting with the, the chat room, hearing you yes. interact with our folks and yep, yep. Uh, and uh, which is, the, the, again, the best best community and, and uh, all of uh, Raider podcasting. Swago, who's in the chat room already tonight? Yeah, we got Ron the Materator, uh, Terrence, uh, Anthony Provencio, Lalo Melosa, Atticus B. Rockin, your boo, Max. Max. Yeah. Max, my boo's in there? Yeah, she is. Hi, boo. Yeah, she said, what up? <laughs> yeah, and uh, we got Super Deuce in there, uh, B. Al. We got the whole crew, man. Nice, nice, nice. Ron says I sound very tin canny. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about, Ron. Is that what he said? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, can I be tin canny? I don't know. I don't Is know. the whole show tin canny or am I just tin canny, Ron? He might just be a tin canny kind of guy. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know what's going on. A little tin can. Yeah, you sound good to me. Yeah, you sound good to me. And you sound good to me. Well, yeah. And they sound great. Yeah, we also. Yeah, we're ready, man. Yeah, we're ready, ready to, to rock. Okay, all right. Let's do this episode of 205. Uh, of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, again, as I mentioned, you can join us in a multitude of ways on the audio podcast by... Uh, oh, it's on my camera, he says, that it sounds well, funny. Somebody said it's better now. It's better now? Super Deuce said it's better now. Okay. It might only just be on my cam, which means I might have a setting I mean to mess with here when we get back. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll just go ahead and throw it over to you, Swag Jeff, if you wouldn't mind, please, giving out all the contact info in terms of like where they can find us. Yeah. Uh, and then I will uh, and introduce us and all that good stuff. Absolutely. And then I'll see if I can mess absolutely. with that audio and, while you're doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And and first and foremost, we'd like to uh, thank Aaron the Q-Dog Raider for a $19.11 donation oh, to awesome. the One Nation Foundation. Absolutely. He says, greetings, nation. Respecting Raiderette Michelle tonight. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, well, yeah, he's our capo, uh, Michelle. He's uh, he's the made men of the made men. Nice. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, you can find us everywhere. You can find us on uh, Facebook uh, at uh, Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, you can find us on the YouTube. Obviously, if you're watching right here, this is where we're at on Murph's Fan Cave. Uh, that's where we're at. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Where else are we at? Where else are we at, Murph? Well, that's, we're that's on the, it. We're, you got yeah, them all. You got them all. The I'm, the I'm still trying to figure out my microphone over here. You're gonna have to carry the show. So what? Uh, why don't you give us? <laughs> tell us what you do with our episode number I, each yes, and every week. I, I will, and we're also on the Twitch. Oh yeah, we do the Twitch. We do the Twitch. What, what's the ad on the Twitch? Uh, it's it's Raiders Fan Radio. Just on the Raiders Twitch. Fan Radio on the Twitch. If you're out there looking for good video game videos or something like that, just stop over and get a little Raider action going for you. Uh, but yes, uh, as Murph said. Every episode, uh, Swag Jeff takes a, a significant moment in Raider history and relates it back to something involving the Raiders. And this week's episode is uh, episode number 205, and we're going to be talking about a career stat. Uh, 
And we're going to be talking about a guy that's loved in the fan cave as well as Raider Nation. And he's Murph's guy. You might know him. He's in every shot behind uh, oh, behind my buddy. Please tell shot me we're right going to talk about Marcel. We're going to talk Reese. about our boy Marcel yes, Reese. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, one of our Stun. favorite Raiders, number 45. Man, this guy epitomizes what it means when people say once a Raider, always a Raider. He's you know he's he's the biggest Al supporter. You know, still wears his Al shirts and stuff yes. like that. Just a great guy. Uh, and and in his career in silver and black, Marcel. Reese ran, uh, rushed for 183 times for 844 yards and then also added 2,015 yards as a receiver. Uh, number 45 had 205 career receptions as a Raider. Wow, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Respect to our boy Marcel. He's a stud. Man. We love that guy, man. He's so we good. love him. Absolutely. So, uh, so we're gonna hit a little contact info while Murph is still uh, goofing around on his computer, <laughs> and we will be back in just a second. Thank you, Swag. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. I think I figured That's it out. That's right. Oh, I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, uh, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard <laughs> as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? Okay. That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Hey, if you want to, do, you if you want to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube, where you can get all the show links, like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I got it figured out. Uh, so, uh, chat room, let me know if, we, if I got it figured out. So, so uh, just a little uh, uh, behind the scenes. I tried to set up this new camera thing today. Yeah. This new, like, automatic switching cool, like, camera thing. Yeah. I thought it was going to make us all, like, awesome. Clearly, it, it didn't work. It, not <laughs> a single bit. Not a single bit. And so, then I reset everything back to the way it normally is. And then I, no, you I didn't. messed no, up. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. And I messed up the audio. So, I think we're good now. Ron the Materator says we're all good. Yeah, we're good. So, thank good. you. Sorry we're about good. that, and guys. If we don't have to go to your camera we don't have to go to your camera no nope. because you're like there you're like the no one wants to look at me tonight you're like your co-host swag jeff over here we got a face for radio absolutely you so, know what yeah, i mean absolutely so uh once again then since now our audio is working correctly why don't we properly reintroduce our guest tonight jeff yeah absolutely okay so from the world famous or soon to be world famous dominico's italian <laughs> He's deli world famous in the from, fan cave right yeah heck yeah he is he fuels us up every show absolutely today i didn't get a chance to go there for lunch and i feel like i I missed something. Like uh, it's not right. Yeah. You got a pregame ritual, man. I you know, six, man. I it's know. Not, what time does Zeminico's close? You know what? 8 p.m. We got to get. That's a, what screwed up the show. 
That's what's all messed up because they yep. didn't go have a, have the freaking the, the yeah the, I didn't get the, a dip the tonight field. man yep. absolutely <laughs> That's what it was. Uh, so anyway so thank you again Jeff well, from pre- Dominicos for being here appreciate you having us absolutely and so and you of course brought your lovely sister who was a former Raiderette Raiderette of the year in 2014 Michelle so welcome again yeah. to, uh, right. to be here. Raiders fan radio so Michelle. First time we've ever had a Raiderette here in the fan cave. Honor. We've had a good uh, opportunity to talk to Raiders uh, over our time doing this show, but never a Raiderette. And so uh, share with us a little bit about uh, kind of about that life. Like, what is it? Was that something that you were drawn to early on? Dance, cheerleading? Like, was that always been a thing? Or like, tell us a little bit about your journey into becoming a Raiderette. Yeah, well, thank you again for having me on. I'm, this is awesome. It's my first podcast. I'm super excited. Sorry we screwed it up from the beginning. No, this is great. <laughs> you have you guys, to lower your expectations. You they're awesome. Um, but yeah, so I grew up a dancer. That was my thing. Um, at the age of three, I started dancing and I did competitive dance. And then after high school, I wanted to continue. Um, so I actually auditioned for the Golden State Warriors. I cheered for them. And then after that, that's so cool. I, thank that you. So cool. And then after that, I went on to cheer three seasons for the you know one and only Raider Nation. Yeah. So, which was an incredible. I just. It was amazing. I mean, every dream that I ever thought of as a little girl of dancing professionally, it just came true. And, you know, being able to work for them was awesome. And the sisterhood that I gained was awesome as well. So just so many opportunities that came about that I can't wait to share today. So. That's awesome. So it's literally a dream come true because mm-hmm. we obviously know of getting to know Jeff and, of course, and your other brother, Mike. And mm-hmm. um, we know what huge Raider fans you all are. Yes. So yeah. you were a Raider fan growing up and then now mm-hmm. you had this opportunity. So what was it like for you that first time walking out into the Coliseum with the crazies. Like, yes. what, what was that like for you? Uh, surreal. I mean, stepping onto that field, uh, and obviously it's a field like no other because, uh, you know, we have dirt sometimes, so that's like no other. Uh, but that was that was in Oakland. I'm just kidding. But no, honestly, though, it is like no other because that roar of the Raider Nation is unreal. The support, you could feel it from the stands, and their energy gives you energy. And so, I, you know, I know the players feel that as well, so so do, so do the Raiderettes. So, yeah, um, stepping on to that field was just awesome and we danced uh to don't stop me now which is one of you know we love we grew up on queen so i felt like that was oh, a, a nod cool. from my dad it was so cool for that to be my first routine and it was amazing so oh awesome. that is the best yeah. that is the best so you did it for three years yep and you were Raiderette of the Year yes, in yes. 2014. So mm-hmm. tell us about that acknowledgement. Like, what goes into all of that? So how that works is uh, tip, it's a little bit different for every uh, NFL team. Uh, so any team that has a cheerleading squad, sometimes it's higher-ups that, you know, choose the cheerleader. But for the Raiderettes, um, it's actually the team. So uh, we have 40 girls typically on a squad, and uh, we vote every year for different awards. And so, yeah, if, um, you know, I was blessed enough to be voted by my teammates, and That's I got so to cool. go represent the Raider Nation and the Raiderettes in the NFL. And and speaking of Marcel Reese, that's who I got to uh, cheer with that or, or cheer for oh, that year. Oh, my goodness. Hold that, hold that up, yeah, hold it up closer to the camera there. So, yeah. So, speaking of Reese, there we are. It's hard to see. I don't know if that's going to work. But, yeah. Sometimes yeah, we get a feel of that. Yeah, here, if you don't mind. Here, yeah, no, not at all. Let's see. Okay. And I told him, I was like, let's do your thing. Because he would come out of the tunnel, he would beat his chest, and then do his like, eh, thing. Oh, look at that. I was like, let's do it. That's awesome. That is the freaking coolest, man. (laughs) That's so cool. Were you guys the only Raiders that year, right? Yeah, I believe. I don't. Yeah, it was just me and him. That's so cool. So, oh, so, one, so one of my questions that I wanted to ask you was, uh, who's the favorite Raider that you've ever met? So I guess that might be the answer. I'm obviously a huge Marcel Reese fan, but I got to say uh, Charles Woodson is. I'm a huge oh, Charles Oh, yeah. yeah. 
life. You can't go so wrong there. I'm marked, his, I'm marked out when this happened. Tell his, the story. So his final, oh, no. his final season uh, was my final season. Okay. So, so when he was done at O.Co. Coliseum, um, one of it's it was against I believe the Chiefs. It's a Thursday night game. Um, yeah, it was a Thursday night game. So you know, it was a big deal for us because we all the camera crew came and they set everything up. And um, I they chose. I mean, again, they just chose random girls. So I, I got to be chosen one of them. I got to present him an award. He got. I think he got player of the game that game. So it was on you know national TV and. That See, right he's there. one of my favorites of all time. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so cool. Okay. All right. So, so for those of you cool. on the audio podcast, we're showing these pictures. So, oh, look at oh that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so my gosh. Cool. I remember this. No, yeah. you don't. Yes, do you I really? do. Do you remember this, Jeff? I, I wasn't. I, uh, no. Uh-uh. Oh, no, you do, Jeff, yeah. for sure. Yeah, look at. So I was like, I was like, I was marking out so hard. I was he like, was "That's doing, my sister." He would. He was doing some yeah. kind of like handprint thing. I don't know why. I mean, they're what they were having that for, but it was. Got I got mooch. to present I was him the award say, and took it. So that was pretty cool. So for those in the audio <laughs> podcast, so we're looking at uh, at a picture of Michelle right in between Steve Mariucci and Charles Woodson on the set of NFL Network. There. Yeah, that was awesome. That is incredible. That was, that so cool. Oh man, yeah. that is that is so cool yeah, that you got a chance to do that. Yeah. What um, what amazing memory. So I was I was going to ask you what some your you know fondest memories were but that sounds like it right there yeah. like is there any others that that you can remember of that were just like profound or like um, maybe a game or something that was was a big deal to you one was i was lucky enough to be able to travel to london for the london game against my uh, the miami dolphins yeah so that was awesome and we got to do that and that I mean, we got to our halftime performance was with Def Leppard, so it was this huge ordeal. Oh wow! I mean, that was a game to remember it as well. And like, there was tons of Raider fans, and that was pretty special. And we got to spend a week there, and I mean, once in a lifetime opportunity. So, so. Silver and Black UK, the Raider fan uh, uh, group or club over there, yes. have become great friends of ours, and we have a lot of UK listeners. Yes, like outside of California, our biggest listener base of this show is in the UK. Yep. So the, those folks that you're referring to mm-hmm. absolutely are an incredible fan Love you base. Guys. Shout out to the Raider Crusader. He's in the UK. There you go. Absolutely. We love love Raider Crusader. He's been on this show Uh a couple times. Yeah, Yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So that's Keith Smith and and, uh, and that crew over there. Just incredible. So um, was it what you thought it would be? You know, was you know, because a lot of times, you know, like they'll, you know, you you do something that has always been a dream or a vision. Like you mentioned, you grew up this, mm-hmm. a Raider fan. You grew up wanting to dance. You grew up wanting. To, did it ultimately like the organization and all that? Was it what you had hoped it would be? Uh, for me personally, yes, it yeah. definitely was. You know, I mean, honestly, uh, growing up a dancer, you know, you hope to make it to some kind of a professional stage and. Absolutely, it was everything and more that I hoped it would be. I mean, I was just so grateful to be able to have that as, you know, a a job. And it was just awesome. And yeah, I mean, incredible experience for sure. So one of the things I think, too, is cool about the Raiderettes is that, uh, and and most any NFL uh, cheer teams, that your game day uh, function is one thing, but you all do so many appearances. You do so many things. Any any memories or any thoughts around that? Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. because you just... Like it's what almost every day, right? You all are appearing somewhere, doing a thing with a yep. group or yeah, every, charity, per, right? Some things. Yes, every week, you know, there were you know different groups of girls would go out to whether it be schools or food banks, um, even like the Ronald McDonald House. We would do a lot of different appearances. Did you guys go to a wedding? Oh, so that's why I pointed at that picture because I I recognize um, 
Jungle Jane, which is Gorilla Rilla's wife. Right. And I mean, great friends with them. They're amazing. Shout out to you guys. Love you guys. And uh, w- one of my first appearances as a rookie, we traveled to Fresno because they they had a Raider wedding. So they had, I think that was their actual wedding as well. And she just was decked out in this. She had a, a her veil had this huge rhinestone Raider shield on it. He was in a tuxedo suit and his Gorilla Rilla suit. And we got to be a part of their wedding. <laughs> That's so, amazing. That's so, I mean, come on. That's what so Raider cool, dreams man. are made they, of, right? They had a bunch of Raiderettes <laughs> at this wedding. It was, I saw and that this was picture. an appearance, but it was incredible. That's so like, cool. One of my favorite memories, honestly. It was awesome. That is so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Only in the Raider Nation. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> so, Jeff, I've got one more question for Michelle. Do you have anything yeah, else you no, want to ask I mean, Michelle are, are you still involved with the organization at all? I mean, do you you know, still keep in contact with anyone there or, you know, I mean, what, what's going on in your life now as far as that goes? Um, definitely, you know, girls that I cheered with, we're still close, you yeah. know, I have close friends and I mean, we are saying is once a Raiderette, always a Raiderette. So, nice. you know, we're supportive of all the new members and all that. So we do stay connected, but yeah, as, um, you know, I haven't gotten to do anything with the or- actual organization in a long time, but, um, in a way though, I will always be a part of it because at the new stadium, they have this huge hall for the Raiderettes. And they actually have um, they have pictures and stuff, which I've heard I have a picture up there. But also they have the awards wall, and I'm very proud and grateful to say that um, I've won every single award. So my name will be up there three oh, times. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Absolutely, that's, that's so cool. Awesome. So man. I can't wait to go t- get it's a like tour etched, and see like that. Stone, oh, yeah. right? I'm pretty cool. Oh, I mean, I, I feel pretty awesome about. So that. are you going to Vegas this year then to see? Oh, all I that? want to. I want to get a tour. I want to go and because you well, can yeah. buy tour tickets. So I definitely want to do that and yes. go take a selfie with my name. Well, Oh, yeah. Oh, heck yeah, man. <laughs> Show my kids one day, your mom's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Like, yeah. you're part of the legacy of the organization. I like, feel, that is incredible. I feel very thankful, extremely thankful. That is that. amazing. Oh, so, so glad to have you here. This is great Thank to hear these yes. wonderful, wonderful stories. So, I've got, I've got a, a question for you about a particular game. Okay. Okay. So, speaking of the legacy of the Raiders, we have this quarterback who we all love. Mm-hmm. He didn't earn his first win until week whatever in 2014. I think it was week 10, if I'm not mistaken, against the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. home game against the Raiders. Were you there for that? Were you? Uh, this 2014? Was, yeah. Yeah. This was, so this was the game. If, do you all remember when C.O. Moore sacked Alex Smith and went running off? Oh, yes. And the yeah. clock was winding, and we were going to get a delay a game, and Justin Tuck... Called the, like that was Derek Carr's first ever win yeah. as yes. a Raider, yes. and you were there for that. And like and watching it on Thursday Night Football, the place was going bananas. Oh, yeah. there, that roar is so special. It's like it goes in and out of your ears. It's 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 almost like a movie. I mean, it just feels unreal. Oh my awesome. gosh, so cool, yeah. so yeah. cool. That's, awesome. yeah. that's that's amazing. So thank you again for being here. This is great. Thank you for having me. Sorry, yes. Jeff, you got overshadowed. No, by no I'm good. So I'm just yeah. chilling. So like, well, I like it. Job's easy. Shout out his shirt right here because oh, yeah. he's <laughs> the Raiderette <laughs> fan. I love that shirt. That is very cool. It's custom. so cool. It's custom merch right here. Yeah, it is. So so Jeff, you may be a five time, five time, five time. Uh, co-host here at Raiders Fan Radio, but your sister's Rookie of the Year, man. Hey. She's already got the top spot. I know, I know, she, she absolutely. Des- she, she deserves it, man. She's she's amazing, and I was so proud of her. Just you know, being a brother, and I mean, loving the Raiders and playing football. So it's like being able to see her with Charles Woodson and Marcel Reese, like. That's incredible. Well, that's You're what I was fangirling gonna, over there. Yeah. Oh, big time. Well, uh-huh. that's what I was going to ask you about next, is that as as a brother, and especially being a, a, the nut that you are about the Raiders and the team here, what was that? I mean, that's had to have been insane for you all to go to a game and like, there's your sister down there, like cheering the team on. Oh, like. it was, it was, you know, it was awesome. It was just, like I said, I was just so proud. And, and, you know, you, you live through your siblings in different situations. So it's like, 
you know, I was living through her when she was doing that, being being in the Coliseum, like on the field, yeah, meeting all these guys, going to do these different things. It's it's just it's just awesome to see her do that, and so happy for her and to be able to achieve those awards. I mean, that's that's special. That's an honor, and being etched in stone in the new Vegas stadium, like, uh, yeah, that's hello. never going away. That'll yeah. always be there. Hopefully, the Raiders don't move again. But yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. if, if so, I want my plaques. I want right. them. Well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It'll be demo day. It'll be like, hey, let me get the exactly. exactly. Thank you. Absolutely. So, no, it was it was awesome. It was awesome to see her do that. So that is so cool, man. So and, cool. <laughs> Aaron, the Q Dog Raider in the chat, he said that uh, that Michelle in studio today only has five less sacks than Cleveland Farrell. <laughs> Please, <laughs> time to step it up, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh, of course. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Pearl. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right oh so, my so, gosh. Speak of the chat room, Swag Jeff. Shout him out, and then let's go ahead and get kicked off with a little bit of respect. Yeah, yeah. So we've got uh, we've, Houston Raider Steve is in the chat. Hey. Uh, we, we don't see him in the chat too often, but uh, welcome, brother. Uh, Raider Flash is in there. Uh, Chevy Silver Raider. Uh, Jesse Cardenas is in there. Uh, of course, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Raider Rue. Kill Jadis. Ron the Mater Raider. Uh, who else we got in there? Yo, Boo Max is still in there. Max. My, Hi, Boo. My dad is in there. What's up, Woody uh, Wood? Yeah, what's nice. up? What's up, Swag Dad? Uh, yeah, but the whole crew's here, man. It's, we're having so much fun. This is awesome, man. I love it when we have a good turnout in the chat. And great to see everybody in here tonight. And I uh, appreciate you all joining us for this episode number 205. Swag Jeff on, on brand with the Marcel Reese. That was amazing, dude. Great segue there with, well, the, with yeah, for 205. Absolutely. But uh, let's go ahead and hit a break, and then let's do a little bit of respect. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, appreciate you joining us for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave. And so, um, you know, we don't we don't do props around here. We don't do shouts. Nothing wrong with those things. But no. uh, we're Italian. We like to give a little bit of respect. Hey, you know what I mean? We like to give respect. So uh, I got I got a, I got a couple of people I want to give some respect to. Okay. So uh, last week, in fact, we met our friend uh, Michelle, only outnumbered by uh, Jeff's our Michelles around here. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So we met our good friend Michelle Sweat. Yeah, down my at, best friend. At, your best friend down at Dominico's, and she gave us this amazing piece of art. Uh, so Michelle, you're looking at the one here the first one that she made for oh, us wow. that's just for us here in the fan cave it got such an overwhelmingly positive response that michelle made us another one and so we met her down at the deli last week and she she gave us this one gotta and love so, it michelle that's awesome isn't it so well, yeah. cool so she's this incredibly talented awesome. artist and so we have given um we, we we do a we have a foundation where we give money any of the revenue that we make with our show we give it to charity and so uh, we decided we were going to do and this was Michelle's idea to do this auction uh, for this pirate ship that's much like the one that I have and I'm very thankful and proud to say that we are uh, concluded the auction as of today and it raised three hundred and fifty dollars awesome. awesome and so yeah, yeah let's go absolutely so, how cool is that so man? thank you to the to the uh, to Michelle of course for for building that piece for us. 
Thank you to the buyer who uh, requested to remain anonymous for or at least for now because it's a present. I'll just say that. <laughs> and so uh, we're not going to announce who that is, but thank you so much to you for your incredible kind donation. So that money is going to our foundation, which in turn is going to benefit the Bolitnikov Foundation that yes. funds Tracy's Place of Hope, uh, a wonderful organization and wonderful um, uh, uh, just initiative uh, put out there in remembrance of uh, Tracy Bolitnikoff of, of Fred Bolitnikoff's daughter. So very, yes. very cool there. And so thank you to Michelle. Thank you for the winner. Yeah, and she's in the chat auction. right now. She said, sorry, I'm late. We're at the beach right now, but I had to just come in, check in and say oh, hi. Yeah. You well, thank you, Michelle. Thank you, man. Michelle. We thank love you. Michelle. Absolutely, man. Such, such great stuff there. And so thankfully for that. And I think that roughly we might be able to present uh, the donation for Blitnikoff live again this year. Um, How cool is that? Yeah. So the crab fest is in October yes. and I think Max and I, Max, my boo, I think we're going to head out there and, and we might give it a, give Max, it. don't wear anything that you love because Murph might spill a little wine on you. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that me? Yeah, it was We're you. We're Italians. We talk with our hands. That's Do we right. Not? I know. Yeah, talk with hands. I know. So, I've been doing that. I'm like, trying not to hit the mic. Knocked over. Yeah, yeah. he knocked over my damn glass of wine <laughs> right like two minutes before we go and meet Fred Bolitnikoff up on stage in front of like current Raider players, former Raider players. Lincoln Kennedy is calling us to the stage, and I got a big old wine stain on my. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, you should have been drinking faster. I guess. I guess so. Because I'm like, hey Jeff, what do you think? Right on his freaking lap. Yeah. I haven't been mad at you that many times in my, in my entire ever. life. Was but that was the most mad I've ever been at you ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So, yeah. So, we're going to go. So, I'll tell Max, make sure she wears something burgundy. There and you uh, before, yeah, there you go. before we, go, we go present to the book, <laughs> but I think we're going to be out there to do that. Uh, speaking of that, um, yes. of travel, anyways, we're also going to be, we're being me and my boys are going to be in Alameda. On July 17th to uh, go to Domenico's in Alameda, yes. which we've never been to. We've been to the one here a billion times, uh, but we're going to be out there for vacation. My son, Tristan, who's getting ready to, to join the Navy, uh, we're going to go out to the West Coast and see some family. And so while we're out there, we're going to head to Alameda. So Tide Raider, I know, is going to uh, meet up with yeah. us. And anybody else that's in the Bay Area and you want to come join us uh, on, on June 17th, I guess we'll just say noon. Yeah, like I don't know. Is that is that right in the middle? That's, of the, pri that's prime lunchtime out there. Is that right? Is that too? Should we come earlier? Either, either earlier or a little bit later, probably. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll go later then because yeah. I think we're going to do Alcatraz in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So we'll do later. We'll do we'll, like a, a, right after lunch or like two. Yeah, yeah, that'd, yeah that'd that's be probably good. good. Okay, two o'clock. Scratch that noon comment. So two o'clock, Domenico's Alameda, June seventeenth. Be there, hang out with with, with myself, my boys, Tider Raider, and uh, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll 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 scream Raiders and we'll have some good sandwiches. There oh, you yeah. go. My mom well, will yeah. be there. My brothers will be there. They're they're fired up. They just found out about it. So awesome, man! It's gonna Ty, be cool. I nice. told them uh, the last time you came in. So <laughs> yeah. Ty's like the like the official like you know I like do PRs. I know, like. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and Michelle, you were you worked at at the Dominicos in Alameda. Tell I us sure about did. that. And uh, so and the Raiders followed you there, right? Yeah. So while I was. Uh, cheering as a writer, I you know worked at the family business and I loved every minute of it. Um, and they let's see, my rookie season, they decided to do uh, behind the scenes with the Raiderettes, and they you know picked several girls or a handful of girls to kind of go in, into their lives, you know, outside of the Raiders. And 
you know, my life was making sandwiches at Domenico's. Well, so yeah. they brought the camera crew and they interviewed me and my mom um, behind the counter making sandwiches. So it's actually still up on Raiders.com if anybody wants to go check it out. No way. Just, yeah, go back in the videos and you'll you'll find it. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. I love it. Yeah. So love you it. had the Raiders filming you down at the at the deli. You had John Gruden filming commercials <laughs> in your house. Yes. I like, mean, ugh. Come on. You well, guys don't get any better than that. <laughs> you guys are like made when it comes to the Raiders, man. Absolutely. Like, oh, what happens if you own a Italian deli? You know, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no we've had tons of players come in. Mm-hmm. Darren McFadden, he came in before. We got to sign football. Yeah, Keelan yeah. Doss. He, he, he was a regular when he well, was Well, he's with from the Alameda. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But when he was with them, uh, there's a handful of other guys that would come in, too. Mm-hmm. Way back when, too. My, like my, How we my, long? My, yeah, my parents owned it. Really? really? Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, my grandparents owned it. Yeah. All right, so who's the big claim to fame for your dimension? It goes here though. Oh, here. Uh, RFR Live, man. You guys. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, but in terms of Raiders, though. Uh, 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 Will Compton. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We're so yeah. sorry. <laughs> Will Compton, man. <laughs> we got to find some. We'll we try gotta... to do better next time. <laughs> I don't like, hey, busting with the boys, man. No, free shout out, shout out, busting with the boys. Yeah, no free shout out. Yeah, we love, yeah, I was texting Will today. Yeah, you were. Yeah. He's your best tra- buddy. Well, you know, he ghosts me a lot of the times, man. Talking about yeah, ghosty? Yeah, yeah, talking about ghosty Compton right <laughs> yeah, there, man. You know, Compton. yeah, man. But uh, but he called, he needed something. Well, yeah, that's why he, he hit yeah, you. Yeah, he needed something, that's why he hit me up. I'm like, damn it, Will. <laughs> he goes, hey, man, how's RFR Live going, man? You know, I'm like, Good. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> no, we give Compton no, that we, time. Yeah, we know we love oh, we you, lo- Will. We love you, Will. We love you, Will. We love you, Will. All right, Swag <laughs> yeah. Jeff. Let's hit a break. And I got, an, I got an, uh, a novel idea. 46 minutes into this Raiders podcast. Let's talk about the Raiders. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. All let's right, do go, it. Ahead, go ahead and hit a break. <laughs> What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys, Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All right, appreciate everybody joining us tonight for Raiders Fan Radio. A lot of folks in the chat tonight. Michelle Sweat, Shelby Silver Raider, Raider Roo, Raider Flash, Naxie Max. What's up, boo? Uh, Max. Max. I'm so hoping somebody's going to catch me on that. <laughs> I got you. Thank you. Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider is in there. Uh, Ron the Maid Raider, of course, holding it down. B. Al is in there. Full Metal Mexican Lino is in there. Terrence is in there. Uh, Jeffrey Aguayo is in there. Appreciate all of you joining us for this uh, number 205 of RFR. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about OTAs. So OTAs, um, the off-season training activities, right? Yeah. So interesting about OTAs. So originally, for like this kind of built up into a, you know, history of the league thing, like a voluntary but involuntary thing, yeah. right? It's kind of like a mis- mixed message going on there. Um, but one of the things that's been interesting about this year is that the Raiders originally came out and said, we weren't going to go. The players unions, a lot of different teams yeah. said we weren't going to show up. But then ultimately the Raiders decided to show up. Um, so, so QB Jeff, before we get into some of the audio bites from some of the Raiders now about what they're seeing and doing in camp, talk a little bit about that in terms of like, so for college ball, for division one that you played, like you had like spring practices and stuff, which is yeah. kind of the equivalent, right? Yeah, we had mat drills, spring, spring ball, you have all your workouts. So 
I mean, our stuff's obviously, you know, we, we had to go to that stuff if you want to be a part of it. The summer workouts were, were they were kind of like OTAs. They were voluntary. Oh, that's one more like OTAs. Yeah. I got so, you. Okay. Uh, the coaches really couldn't be there. You know, there's all types of, of rules with the NCAA. So uh, it was supposed to be like player ran uh, is what it's supposed to oh, be. Oh, I got you. Okay. Um, so, but, you know, it's kind of that thing like you're, it's voluntary, but you're supposed to be there. You type type of deal. So, but I think with the NFL, I mean, I mean, you see so many guys they don't they don't show up. So you know, I think it really just depends on the person and and their body of training and and what they do in the off season, whether they feel like they want to get in there. And I think most of the now it's like most for the young guys that want to get in there and and start learning some stuff and working out and and getting with the getting with the team. So how important is that in terms of a like you know a gel or chemistry or anything like that from that aspect? I think it's definitely important. Um, I don't think it's as important as as some people might think, mm-hmm. um, because like I said, you have most you have a lot of young guys that are going to that, and you know you don't know how how many of them are going to actually make the you know the fifty three man roster. So you know I don't I don't think it's as important. Um, but you know as long as you have a couple veteran guys, I think going that's all you really need. You know what's interesting is that um, and I heard something not that long ago. In fact, it was on Bussin' with the Boys podcast. It was Taylor Lewan. Talking about how there's there's always been this, as a fan, this presumed need for an offensive line to gel or to, you know, to, to work together. Because there's five guys, one moving part. Like, they, they, yeah. there was this necessity for that. But Taylor, and I, it was one of the guests, I can't remember who it was, but one of the guests asked him about that. And he was like, you know, do you need that time? Do you need that? And his answer was, man, eh, not really. Like, and when you get to the NFL, like it's yeah. kind of plug and play. Like, yeah. you know, you're expected because you're a professional. You're expected to know, the, like that whole notion of like needing a line to gel is. I think it's misinterpreted by yeah. us as fans. Do you agree with that? I, I mean, I don't even play it well, but you certainly yeah. had five of them in front of you for your whole career. Absolutely, so. I think I think it has some merit as far as the communication aspect because you get you get used to you know the calls that the center makes and when you echo it down the line, the guards got to make a call. And you, so, but as long as you guys are on this, I would think it's just more of a communication thing. So as long as people can communicate effectively, which some guys can't, you get guys that are, you know, from the South down here, man, they got to draw. They don't, you know, they're trying to say, push, push, push all different types of thing. And that, you know, they say it. So I think it's just more of a communication thing. I don't think, you know, you, you get plugged into left tackle. Like you better be able to play. You know what I mean? Right, right. And you better yeah. know what the calls are and what you're supposed to do and they bring this type of blitz or this type of pressure. So Colton you know. Miller and Alex Leatherwood don't need necessarily to gel. Not really, They just no. need to be able to both do Play their, their jobs position, yeah. and talk. E- exactly. And, and most of the time, like, the tack, like, you're talking to the guy next to you. You know, the center is the guy that has to talk to both sides, talk to everybody. Um, but usually if the guard is ta- talking to the tackle on the left side, like they're not communicating with the right side. It's kind of like, it's almost kind of like split in half. Okay. Much. Okay. So, so, yeah, was, so is Andre James and all those guys at, at OTAs, I would assume. Yeah. You know, cause I mean, you know, Andre James is, a, you know, a first time center starter, you know? So, so yeah, he's got to kind of learn, you know, I yeah. mean, he had a good guy to learn under obviously in, in Rodney Hudson, but you know, the yeah. center's I mean, got the most work. They, oh, yeah. They, I was just going to ask you that. And how important is that too, for you as a quarterback? Oh, it's, it's, it's the it's, most, right? It's, it's the, yeah, it's the most, you know, I mean, the quarterback is going to call, and he can change the protection, but as far as communication between the linemen, it's the center is the one that starts it off. Right. 
Did you play under center at all, or were you off yeah, ball? Were so you sh- at shotgun? At MTSU, I was mostly shotgun, but at, at Laney in Oakland, we were under center a lot. Okay. So, um, which I liked, you know, at, at the junior college level, I was lucky with Coach Beam. Like, he gave the quarterback a lot of leeway. Like, I was able to change the play to whatever I wanted and change protection and slide right or left or do whatever based off of what I'm seeing. Because obviously, like, I'm standing up. I can see a lot more than what the lineman can see. You know, and I can see what the safeties are doing, oh, which a uh-huh. lot of the time tells you where the pressure is coming. So, which at MTSU, th- th- it was more of that uh, spread, like run and gun, like we're calling a play, we're going as sure. fast as we can. It was a little bit different. So, yeah. Uh, but I did both. Okay. Okay, so that's a big deal. So for, for Derek Carr, who's going to play a majority of his snaps under center, yeah. right. that chemistry for him. and it, yeah. It, it, yeah. Well, the NFL is just different, too. Like, there's no, I mean, you have glimpses of that fast-paced run and gun, but nobody lives in that. The whole game, you know what I mean. So, well, like, and they're certainly not starting off that way. Exa- exactly. So, like in the NFL, like the quarterback's in control of, like I would say, ninety percent of it as far as where he's calling because he can see everything. The linemen are down in a, either a two point or a three point stance, so like they're limited. They can they can see the linemen and they can see the the linebackers, and that's about it. Right. But they yeah. can't see the corners. They can't see the safeties or or, or the nickel guy that's coming off the edge. So sure. that's where the quarterback can be like, hey, this is what we're doing. We're gonna slide you guys this way, this way. Running back's got the middle linebacker if he comes, you know, so. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And you brought up Derek Carr. Have you seen pictures of him at OTAs? Uh, only without his sleeves on. Well, that's all you're going to see. <laughs> that's all you're going to see. Somebody, Raider, Raider Honcho put out a, a, a thing on, I think it was on Twitter. He said, give me Derek Carr's predicted stat line. And I said, 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, and negative two sleeves. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no, but he's but he's got the long sleeve. He does the the the, the mama sleeve. The Kobe Bryant. Yeah, the Kobe Mamba. Bryant sleeve. Well, that was last year, sleeve season. Was you think it's going to be sleeve season again? He better. He better cuz he played good. He played well, good with the true. sleeve, man. He really did play good I with the sleeve. I dig the sleeve, but I mean, he, dude, he's getting jacked, man. Yeah. I saw some pictures, man. Dude's getting buff, bro. Yeah, you got it. You got to get him. You got to get him spoken season. Yeah, man. Well, he's, 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 he's got he's got he's got Mariota nipping at his heels and he needs to stay oh, on top. Oh, jeez, here we go. <laughs> ah, Michelle, a pay you, cut to keep a where job. Do you, where, do, <laughs> where do you come out on the, on the, on on Derek Carr? I mean, I think he's a great leader. I honestly think he's a great quarterback for the Raiders. Right? That's yeah. it. Like, yeah. right. There you that's, go. All you, yeah. that's, that's all you need. That's all you need. I mean, no, you know, no one's perfect. <sighs> but give him a I defense he, that holds him to, you know, yeah. less than 20 points and we'll have a shot. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, it's well, funny. Well, there you go. Well, and I've got some stuff here later. When we get into we're going to have a, a big quarterback discussion. I've got some stats around here that will – it's really revealing. When you start looking into the, this whole notion of, like, what Derek Carr is to the Raiders – He's he really elevates the team a lot, in, yeah. in so many, and it's under celebrated, frankly. Oh, absolutely, it, 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 really, it really is, absolutely. Um, all right, so let's jump into some kind of some sounds here from from OTAs. Uh, let's since we're talking about offensive line, let's go ahead and, and, and start off with uh, with thirty seven year old Richie Incognito. Hey, Richie, uh, Vinny with the uh, Las Vegas Review Journal. Um, you know, as a veteran player, and with OTAs being voluntary, um, what's What's your motivation to, to be here uh, at, at this point in the season when some other veterans across the league, you know, may have skipped out on it a little bit? Why were why was it so important for you to be here? I think it's a competitive advantage for us to be here working right now. Um, we're a young team. We're learning a new defense, uh, offense. We're trying to sharpen our tools to uh, be more productive, put up more points, put more pressure on teams, and uh, it's just great. It's great for team building. Great to be around the guys. Uh, Coach Gruden's taking good care of us as far as walkthroughs and uh, keeping things down tempo. But uh, it was important for us, you know, the 
the offseason kind of started off with uh, the NFLPA and their agenda. And, uh, you know, we released a statement, but a couple days later we came together and we were like, listen, other teams are working. We are uh, at a competitive disadvantage if we're not working. Let's get our asses back there and get to work. Hey, Richard, this is Vic. Uh, you got a new group that uh, aligned this year. Any first impressions today or what are your, what are your thoughts so far on the, the growth needed for, for this unit? It's great, man. Yeah, we, uh, we definitely got younger on the offensive line. We got Big Dre up in there at center. Uh, we got Leatherwood over at right tackle. Uh, Denzel, he's not new, but he's uh, new to the starting lineup. So uh, just looking to build continuity, just looking to, uh, to, to play our best ball all the time. I think we have a bunch of sharp guys. We got a bunch of hardworking guys. And uh, now's the time to lay the foundation for training camp. You know, get in here, go through the movements, get the body greased up, check in on your conditioning. And then, uh, you know, unlike last year, once we hit training camp, we're ready to roll. All right, there we go, man. So I, I kind of like it. It's that notion that you were I talking love that about. Guy. He's yeah. great, right? Oh, he's so good, man. I love that guy. He, he got a bad rap a few years back about being like a bully and stuff, but he, I love, I love Richie Incognito. He's awesome, man. Yeah. He's awesome, and, and he's like that's the veteran presence that we yeah. have on the line. Yeah, right? he's, he's got to hold it down, man. Yeah, I'm excited for what he's going to do this year. And I'm, I'm, wh- like, what do you think, man? We think about the line. Like, I, I think it's. I think we're in good shape. I, don't I, I think we're in great shape. I mean, we've we've had a great line the last few years. It's just you know, a little, little injury here and there, but like Denzel, good. That guy stepped in at multiple positions. Yeah, he did great. Last he deserves year, man. to be a starter and get a shot. So yeah, I, I hope he does, and I hope he kills it. And then you got you know Leatherwood. Everyone didn't like the pick, but I like. It. I think he's just solidified. Well, as a quarterback, it. yeah, you love that pick. <laughs> the only thing I like better than a tackle is a receiver. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's check in. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> clearly that was the focus of the offseason, and we know yes. we need a lot of help there. Uh, before I do that, Jeff. Yes. Talk about how unfairly our guy Jonathan Abram is getting treated here. Well, we're going to hear from Jonathan next. Yeah, man. You know, everyone I mean, everyone loved him last year, man. Everyone was all in on the guy. You know, he's he's a raidery guy. You know, he'll he'll bust somebody on the chin and stuff like that. And everyone loved him all during the season too. Yeah. But it seemed like when his when his PFF came in. Uh, isn't that what it is? Yeah, it was his, his, it was his, his score his pro or whatever. Focus grade based on coverage ability. Everyone decided we're not. We didn't. He's not a coverage guy. Uh, thank you. You know, I mean, was you know, was Tatum a coverage guy? Was you know, Lester Hayes a coverage guy? No, they'll well, knock your Lester Hayes. Well, was. Lester Hayes was. Yeah, he's but, I mean, but, but but Tatum. I mean, you know, I mean, it was also different. Like the receivers you know, that the, were running back then are well, not the same guys. The that were running exactly. Now. But you're Exactly. Of Atkinson, I think yeah, I'm thinking, thinking of Atkinson. Yeah. I'm sorry, but uh, but you know, I mean, but you know, you look at a guy like that. I mean, you get him in there to knock a block off. Yeah, you know, I mean, to, to you know, to scare receivers from coming 100%. across the middle. You know what I mean? We're not. I mean, you know, we've got who's who's this? Uh, Morig. We got him. That's your center you know, fielder. So here's your center fielder. You yeah. know, let let Abram do what Abram does. Don't get pissed at the guy because of a freaking number, because of a stat. Like, bro. I'm come with on. you. Well, and I'm glad you said that because that's a perfect lead into Abram's comments here is that one of the things that the Raiders are going to do with Jonathan Abram is they're going to bring him down much closer to the line of scrimmage. They're going to call him a box safety. Yeah. And so you're going to have Morig playing that single high yes. safety, that single coverage, and 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 Abram is going to be able to protect against the run. And all, like you said, the anybody coming down low, playing, you know, slot receivers coming over the middle. Yep. And so uh, let's hear from Jonathan Abram and uh, what he's got going on in OTAs. Mm-mm. 
Jonathan Abram, uh, Lee Edwards from Raiders.com, just out of all- I gotta say, on the beginning of this clip, you can hear it. He's just sitting there humming to himself. <laughs> I love this guy. I do too. He's one of the best personalities on the team, too. That's the other thing. He's Check fantastic. this out. Jonathan Abram, Lee Edwards from Raiders.com, just out of all of your new teammates, uh, rookies and pre signings included. Kind of who has impressed you the most just being on the field next to you and really getting another game more? Um, probably Casey Hayward. Um, getting a chance to know him, you know, and being around him. You know, he's been the guy who's been in the system for going on six years. So, you know, just seeing the the amount of things that he saw, you know, the scars that he's got, you know, in this system. He pretty much knows it all. You know, he goes out there, he talks every single play, in and out the play. Um, it's just amazing to see, you know, and it's very helpful, you know, for guys like me and other guys, you know, trying to learn the system. You know, he's been a tremendous help, you know, and I'm, I'm very glad for him to be a part of this team. Hey, John, this is Tashawn Reed from The Athletic. I know you're only a couple days into it now, but how do you feel like the process has gone of you adjusting to your new role and Gus Bradley's new defense that he's bringing here? I mean, things are going pretty good, Um, you know, um, pretty much going down to pretty much what they call the box safety, the strong safety. Um, It's been pretty, you know, it's interesting, you know, going from what we went to last year, playing a lot of split safety, playing high. Um, So this is kind of, you know, I feel like it's going to be more suitable to, you know, my talents and my strengths. Yes. So I look forward to this year, you know, and just getting ready to come back, you know, for each day, to, you know, tomorrow, OTAs, finishing up strong with mini count, and then coming back for training camp, you know, just trying to get everything down pat. I love it, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, I love that too. And, you know, and with Gus Bradley coming in, you know, I mean, obviously – Gus Bradley is is famous for the Legion of Boom. Yeah. You know, for for kind of putting that together. And so if we can have Jonathan Abram step into a role like what Cam Chancellor did down Bingo. in Seattle, yep. yeah. uh, okay, sign me up for that. You yeah. know, I'm all in. You know? So yeah, I mean, like he said, playing down more in the box, you know, getting more into the run game, not putting him deep, because that's not where his game is at. Put him down low and let him do what he does. That's his game. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think I think too, as a coach, like you got to put your guy in the best situation for him to be successful. Yes. And I think uh, who's who's the safety that we got from the ring? I can't remember his name. That was such a bust last oh, year. Oh, Lamarcus Joyner. Yeah. Like I think with that guy being as a bust as he was, like it forced Abrams to have to be more of a cover guy. Yeah. And like don't get me wrong. Oh, that's a good point. Abrams got to be a better cover guy. He has to be. He's got to get better at that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But putting that guy down in the box is where he he needs to be and where he wants to be. Lurking over the middle, being like a rover type of guy and server type of coverages. Like that's, I think it's going to be good for him. And now he can just stay away from the video camera, uh, like dolly things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. That's why everybody loved him. Remember? I know. Like, look at him. He's running. If it wasn't for that stupid yeah, camera got, parked there, he, he got, got knocked out cold and then jumps up and runs off. We're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> his his Willis Reed moment. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. No, all right. Let's keep on the same side of the ball. Let's check in from another what I think often misaligned Raider is uh, our our guy Cleland. You got the Jeff Cleland. Oh, hold on. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. Sorry, I was it reading the chat. Pearl. Okay, okay. Want to try it again? Well, you got what? You... F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Furl. All right, here's Cleveland Furl. Yeah, there it is. Well, uh, I know it's early, uh, but uh, what's the first impressions of working with uh, new co- uh, defense coordinator Gus Bradley and the new additions that you guys have on defense? I think, first off, the biggest thing is the man. Um, Coach Bradley is a guy who's going to talk to you about your vision for your life. When you sit down and meet with him, he's going to talk to you about um, trust, respect, because um, in this league, we know 
a lot of things dealing with business can kind of take out the aspect of loyalty, being a good person. Um, so I think the biggest thing with Coach Brad, I love, first of all, he's a good dude. You know what I mean? And I think that that makes you want to play for a guy, you know, even more. Cleveland, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated. There's a lot of new moving parts on this defense. I'm just curious. Obviously, you have to learn a new system, but how is it going as far as the camaraderie and guys just getting to know each other? I think it's pretty good. You know, um, a lot of the COVID restrictions ain't the same no more, so we kind of can be around each other more. I think the biggest thing is just over-communicating. Um, whether we're learning something new or whether we're trying to get to know each other, just over-communicating, not being afraid to get out and, you know, ask the guy where he's from or who is he, you know what I'm saying? We got a lot of new guys on the team, so it's been good. Big leads to Sean from The Athletic. Uh, I know it's early on, but what's been your focus this offseason? What do you want to improve on as an individual player? I think my biggest thing has just been uh, – I want to I wanna really tone up. I got up to the weight that I wanted to get to. Now it's bulking really season. Bulking think, season. Uh, the biggest thing for me, man, is just my IQ. You know, my football IQ is something that's been, I've been honing in on a lot. You know what I mean? Not just, you know, my get off and my athleticism, but do I know Work on um, that slide shit. protection? Do I know what a, what a center Work on all of it. When I got Work on all of it, bro. And I feel like that takes out a lot of thinking for, especially young players, and especially someone like me who, you know, when I come in on third down, I'm the guy that's kind of telling everybody, um, you know, where we got to be, where we got to cover up spots and where we got to um, watch out for, we got to run a quarterback. So I think my IQ been the biggest thing for sure. I like that, man. I like the his idea of, like, picking up the more the mental side of the game. Yeah. You, know, he, you know, look, he's not the edge rusher that I think we drafted him for. I think yeah. Yeah, they clearly drafted him to be that guy, to be that big presence. He's not that. But this idea of him bulking up, Playing inside, having yeah. length inside a defensive tackle in that Gus Bradley system. Yes. It's not a bad idea. Like yeah, I mean, it's not. right? Yeah, I mean, no, it's not it's not a bad idea at all. He's actually been really good against the run. Like I know that's not what we drafted him for, but I think that's a good play. It's looking at what the guy's done the last couple of years. He's been really good stopping the run when the runs come to his side. So moving him inside is only gonna you know, and with him bulking up, hopefully he's gonna increase his production as far as stopping the run. Yeah. And shoot, if he can get some some inside pressure, that's that's even better. But absolutely, you know, well, I, I think he kind of sold it there too. Like I, I don't think intentionally, but I think he kind of gave it away that you know he said, "Well, I've got to pick up what the center's doing. I got to pick up the slides. I got." He's basically commenting on what you got to do when you're playing inside, right? Exactly. When you're playing interior defensive line, 100%. absolutely. So I think that's really where you're going to see him a lot, and we're going to see, of course, uh, Yannick Ngakwe, and we're going to see Max and, and and those guys on the outside. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see Cleve Farrell out there much. Yeah, uh, you know. Maybe. Well, and he's going to be a stud this year because he changed his number. That was what was missing out of his game. I got to say, went he looks 96. better in 99. Well, I mean, that's what he wore in college. You know, I mean, that's, you know, yeah. But, you know, if anyone is looking for a Cleveland Farrell jersey, go to uh, use the Raiders <laughs> fan radio link, go to fanatics.com. And the 96 Farrell jerseys are, are hella on sale, bro. Hella, super, hella on sale. Yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. It's a steal, bro. That is. Yeah, that abso- is. absolutely, man. So, yeah. So, if, if, so Aaron, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, we're talking to you, Bran. I mean, go get you a jersey, man. Get you a Cleveland Farrell jersey. You know, jersey. yeah, why not? There we go. Oh my gosh, that's the best, Jeff. All right, so, all right. So, speaking of of, of defensive end, let's go. How's that for a, uh, a segue? As we call, hey. we call it in the biz. Uh, let's let's hear from our buddy uh, Max Crosby. Max. Max. Hey, Max, this is Deshaun from The Athletic. Uh, you know, earlier this off season, you had a couple of procedures for injuries that you suffered last season. 
how are you feeling right now and how close do you think you are to being back to 100 percent um i'm very very close um i'm able to do everything um the good thing is we have time um so i've just been rehabbing every day getting right um getting stronger and just getting ready for the season Max, Levi Edwards from Raiders.com. Just going from a different scheme with Gus Bradley, kind of what are your initial thoughts of having him as a defensive coordinator and really getting to work? Um, I think Gus is a great coach. You know, he uh, he has a great energy about him. Um, you know, the guy's really uh, soaking what he says. You know, everybody wants to, you know, succeed. You know, we have a defense that has, has struggled um, as of recent, and we're trying to turn that around. Um, we're trying to get in the playoffs. Uh, that's our number one goal. So, um, you know, Gus. You know, Coach Gus has been has been awesome, and my experience so far has been nothing but positive. I love that man. A lot of positive response to Gus yeah. Bradley. Love hearing seems all. To like him a lot, right? Everybody seems to like the guy. Everybody on that side of the ball, yeah, uh, seems to love Gus Bradley, and, and so I'm really encouraged, man. I'm like, where this thing is going to go? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, all right, so we've heard from the players. Now let's hear from the guy that's making the decisions. One of the, the overriding figures, obviously, in the Raiders front office, and that is, uh, <laughs> I hesitate to say what my son Vinny called him last week because he mispronounced his name while reading emails. You all didn't see that show no, last week. No, what did he say? We're, I, I don't want to say. With, with oh, Michelle, no, I, I, can, I can get it. He, he, he put a C in Mike Mayock's name. Let's just put an extra one. I figured that's where it would go. That's <laughs> I was like, son. I got it. I was like, son, no. <laughs> Damn it, Vinny. Vinny. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so let's hear from our GM, Mike Mayock. Everybody that we drafted played between 34 and 48 college football games. So, we saw an awful lot of tape on them. We felt good about their passion and, and how much they love ball, but you don't know you get a chance to meet them, right? You get them in the building. And Coach Gruden and our coaching staff are so energizing, it's really cool. And that's one of the things I was just talking about with Leatherwood when he signed. He was like, you know, Coach Gruden's energy is just off the charts. And the kids feel it. They feel his energy. They feed off his energy. Um, It was really cool having a huge group of veterans in the building. All of a sudden, it's completely different than last offseason. Last offseason, this building was empty. Now it's vibrant. We got veterans in the building. We got all the rookies in the building. We're working together. Uh, the coaches are involved. There's energy and excitement. So I, I just, you know, JT, I told you before we came on the air that I'm up on the third floor of this beautiful new building. And during the season, my scouts weren't even allowed in here. It, it kind of felt like that old Stephen King movie, The Shining. I was up here banging around this empty floor by myself going crazy. So uh, that's a long way of saying that we're pretty fired up just to have the guys back in the building. I got to say, man, it's nice to see the world starting to wake back up again. Yeah, you know great. what I yeah. mean? Yeah. 100%. Hearing, Everyone's ready, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and hearing comments like that, you know, just about having, you know, people back in the building again you know just personally heck i've been to a hockey game here lately yeah i uh, went to went to the tennessee renaissance festival it's nice, nice to be out like oh, so great. many people out and about went to downtown nashville this last weekend went to a graduation like it was so nice to see like you know people starting to gather again and people getting about and it's wonderful to hear that about the raiders too mm-hmm. that it's starting to see some life come back to the yeah. building and back yes. to the facility and all that oh, yeah. and uh so that that was great so uh so mayock mentioned uh you know, just kind of about the vibrancy and things that are coming back. Uh, 
another segment that we do around here. Yes. Is tailgating too much. So speaking Absolutely. of vibrant, nothing yes. is more vibrant than an Oakland Raiders tailgate or now a Las Vegas Raiders Second tailgate. Second none. <laughs> Absolutely, right? So Michelle, so I'm sure you went to a lot of tailgates yeah. growing up, whatnot. Did you all, as, as Raiderettes, did you all ever get out in the tailgates and move around amongst Raider Nation Yeah, so before we would perform our pregame, we would go into like the Raider Nation celebration and we would go in before the game. Oh, they oh, would, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. There's just pregame. You you would do a routine and you uh, there would be a place to sign autograph cards and stuff and just re, uh, react with the fans and stuff. Taking pictures yeah, and all that good and, stuff. Yeah, and I mean... Uh, Raider fans are just the best fans in there. Eat a couple tacos, you know. No tacos. Not for for us. uh, Yeah, so that was always fun. That's cool. Raider Nation Celebration was a lot of fun. That was a cool area. Did we go to that when you... we were no. on the other side. Uh-uh. Yeah, we were on we the other side. We didn't go to that, but that's yeah. where like they do have like all, like radio shows set up. Mm-hmm. Like Romanowski will be doing his yeah. show or whatever, yeah. and they have, yeah. like, all the food trucks and all that stuff. That's a really cool, yeah. really cool spot. So, um, so yeah, nothing better than a Raider tailgate. Mm-hmm. But there are some folks that take tailgating a little bit too far. And one yeah, of the segments do. that we do around here is called tailgating too much. So we've all been to Raider tailgates, and we all know what it's <laughs> like when you've tailgated one too many. Even one of us. To my right, has even tailgated <laughs> too much on this show. <laughs> Multiple times, I think. Yeah, <laughs> man. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So what we do is we take a sound bite and we put it into the RFR audio machine. And what it does is it, it spits out uh, a commentary that sounds like this person has been tailgating too much. So we just heard from Mike Mayock. So let's let, hear from Mike when it sounds like he's been tailgating oh, too gosh. much. <laughs> It kind of felt like that old Stephen uh, <laughs> King movie, The Shining. <laughs> I was up here banging around this empty floor by myself. So, so, so. Uh, that's a long way of saying that we're pretty fired up just to have the guys uh, back in the building. Oh, my oh, that was great. I love it. <laughs> Take us to break, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and oh Uncle Mock, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, oh my gosh. Here, I got one, Jeff. Britannia, Britannia rules the waves. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. And you're listening to Raider Fan Radio. And we're in Merth's Cave, and I tell you, this is the only place you need to be. Go Raiders! Oh my gosh, tailgating. We warned Michelle when she came in and joined us here in the fan cave. We're like, we're, we're known to do a little lowbrow humor around here. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's all right. Growing up with three older brothers, I've, oh, I've heard, yeah, of all, yeah, I've heard, heard it all. all. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Oh, that's awesome. All right. Hey, Swag Jeff, shout out the chat room, man. Who's yeah, yeah. We've got uh, Raider Ramones in there. What's up, hey, Ramones? Ramon. Oh, my gosh. Guy, we love that guy, man. Love Ramones. Uh, Raider Flash, uh, Full Metal Mexican's in there. I haven't seen him in a while. Oh Good to gosh, see you, buddy. Lino, man. Yeah, Matthew's in there. Uh, Anthony Provencio's in there. Uh, who else we got in there? Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Navy Vet 43, uh, Raider Flash. Salud. Yeah, man. Yeah, Houston Raider Steve still chilling with us, man. Yeah, we're having a good time in here, bud. Oh, that's awesome, man. Appreciate everybody joining us. And so you could join us anytime at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That is uh, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern, uh, each and every Wednesday night, at least for the most part. Uh, also, I was scrolling through the chat a little bit there uh, d- during one of the last segments, and Mr. Bjorkman is joining us from Sweden. So, oh, no nice. kidding. Yeah. yeah. And, oh and gosh, awesome. thank you for joining us. Yeah. Absolutely. And I missed a, a guy last week. I, I had it in my notes and I forgot to bring it up. We had an Australian listener awesome. uh, last week. So it's yes. so cool to like That's when cool. people like here we are like in middle Tennessee yeah. talking about a team that plays in Las Vegas and like people from like, you know, Europe and wherever else are listening to us, man. It's so, so very, very cool. So appreciate, awesome. appreciate all of you uh, jumping in. All right. Let's talk a little bit about um, I got a list here now. And this is where this is. This is interesting. So this came up, I believe I got this from Gorilla Rilla's, um, I follow so many Raider people on, sure. on, on, on social media and I, and I got this from Gorilla Rilla's like either his, uh, Instagram or Twitter or something like that. And, um, it had a list of the Raiders projected starters and I thought it was really interesting. And some of these, and I wanted to get your all's feedback on this about what you thought. So there are a couple of positions or a handful of positions anyways, that are pretty much slam dunks, right? Derek Carr is going to be our starting quarterback. Right. Josh Jacobs is going to be your starting, what, halfback, right? Running back. Darren Waller is going to be your starting tight end, right? Henry Ruggs is going to be at least your, what, one or two? Yeah, he's got to be your one or two. Yeah, one, one A, something like that. Okay, all right. And then we've got, uh, of course, Colton Miller. Yeah. Right? And we've got Richie Incognito. Yep. Andre James. Yes. Denzel Good. Yeah. Yes. Alex Leatherwood. Yep. Yeah. Okay. John Brown is listed as your other wide receiver. I like John Brown. You do? I mean, uh, yeah. Please elaborate. I just think I think when he was put in situations last year, I mean, the last couple years really, the guy the guy had some big time games. So you know, it's whether they can get him in 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 the right spot. You sure. Know? I just don't know how he necessarily complements Rugs. But they're almost like very similar, similar. It's almost two of the same position, and yeah. that's and that's where you know they have him listed as 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 uh, wide receiver two. I'm going to say that uh, I think Brian Edwards is going to beat him out for that spot. I think I think we're going to see Rugs and Edwards on the two edges, uh, wide receiver wise. You know, everyone compared Brian Edwards to uh, Crabtree. Yeah. You know, when he came out of college and stuff and had some injury issues and stuff last year. But I think he's going to be the guy, and I think we're going to see a big jump with him this year. I agree so, with you. So I think, you know, maybe not week – I mean, maybe week one and maybe two you see John Brown. But uh, but I think moving forward after that, and you know, I think maybe a rotational piece. But then once we get to the meat of the season, I think you're going to see Ruggs and Edwards. You know, knowing what, what Edwards uh, – uh, knowing what he's going to bring in terms of like, you know, physical ability, being able to high point the football, all that, but talk a little bit about the development of what wide receivers in the NFL, like one year, one year, two year, three, that kind of. Yeah. Especially most guys in their rookie year, everything is moving so fast. Like you're just understanding, like, you know, you're learning the system. It's a lot of, especially in the West coast, it's a lot of uh site routes. So depending on what they're, they're doing, I got to adjust my routes. So I think that that's a lot. That was a lot of it for for rookies. So I think your second and third year, they understand 
you know, Gruden's offense is the same. You know, it's always evolving, but it's the same basis. So I, he, they should both have a good understanding of what the, what the ba- basics are, and now they can really work on their craft as far as getting in and out of, out of cuts, out of routes, how to run this route the exact way that Carr likes. You know, them them two being on time, they have a whole off season now. Because really, I think people underplay the fact of COVID last year. I agree, and how yeah. much that affected guys. I mean, they are so limited on time as it is with the uh, with the players union, like. When you cut sure. that even down more, those rookies have no opportunity to get with, with their guys, right? Their coaches, their routes with the quarterback. So I think I think this offseason is going to be good for, for those guys. Hey, man, I agree. Yeah, I like that. Absolutely. All right, so let's go to the defensive side of the ball. This is where it gets really interesting. Okay. Okay, now you guys just start blurting them out here. Okay, so we know you guys generally know yeah. who the players are whatnot. Who are some starters that you think we're going to see on defense? I'm just going to start checking some of the boxes. Okay. Michelle, Doc. jump in, please, too. And he, sure. he, he t- yeah. Who, who do you all think? Who's going to be our – Go first, Michelle. Derek Carr. No, we already said no, on de- no, defense. 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 Oh, uh, sorry. I've been in the chat. I'm actually in the chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. J.J. Um, Abrams. Yeah, go ahead. J- Jonathan Abram, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. I Abram. think we're going to see Jonathan Abram. We're going to definitely see him uh, is, is going to be a starter along with Trayvon Merrick. You don't draft him yep. where you do uh, right. if he's not going to be a starter. Okay, so there's your two starting the safeties. Other tra- the yep. other Trayvon. Trayvon Mullen, right? Yeah, Mullen. Okay, yep. so Mullen is on yep. one side. Mullen. I think Hayward will be on the other. Over Arnett? Yeah. Or does Arnett... So Arnett doesn't start over Mullen, right? I, no, I think between no, those I think two, Mullen, I think you've got to go Mullen got, first. Yeah, I think And so. I think Hayward goes, and I think you may see Arnett in the slot. Okay. I think, I think it depends on the camp and uh, where... I don't, I don't necessarily know. I haven't watched a ton of ball on Hayward, so I don't know if he's better outside or inside, but... Um, yeah, see, I don't know either. So that's going to be... You know, if one, one guy's better... Than the other, I think they'll just put them sure. where they, they fit best. Sure. Okay, so our starting secondary, Abram, Merrig, Hayward, Mullen. Okay, and then That's you, what I would say. Okay, and then your reserves are Douglas, Lawson, Keyshawn Nixon, Amik Robertson, yada, yada, down the line. And, of course, yeah. uh, and of course he, Arnett. Yes, and then, and then uh, Carl Joseph and Tyree Gillespie and, uh, and uh, Devon Diablo. Those are your backups, right? Secondary. Yes. Okay, all right. Yes. All right, now let's go to, so let's say uh, defensive line then. Let's go up and then we'll move back into linebackers. Yeah, Ngakwe. All right, Yannick Ngakwe. Is he not a, is, well, I don't know. Is he a third down guy? Or is, is that your first down? I don't know. I, that, I they, they signed him to a big deal. I think yeah, he's a starter. I agree. I think I think they put him out there. You know, you put, put him out. There. Put the best yeah. talent out there that that can make plays. Him and Max on the edge. Him and Max on the edge. Him and Max on the edge. And then who's inside? Farrell? Are we going to say Farrell? Yeah. I say Farrell, but yeah. I know that's... I, yeah, I yeah, agree I with that. Know why, yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't. Okay, yeah. so then who's he's got to be a starter, right? <laughs> or else what the hell did yeah. you draft him first? <laughs> yeah, him and uh, <laughs> and who's the who's the guy we picked up from? Uh, San Fran, uh, Solomon Thomas. Som- uh, yeah, so I think so. That's he's so he's a rota- rotational, pick, man. a rotational piece on the inside there. Yeah, I think it's got to be Thomas, man. I think that I think that's your start, or at least again, if we're talking about a four three, if we're talking about four down linemen and then the three linebackers, sure. I think those are your four. It's yeah. going to be uh, Farrell, Crosby, and Gakwe, and Solomon Thomas. All right, right. So then you got three. So then you got line. You got three stand up linebackers. linebackers yeah, right. you got Morrow. Right. Uh, I mean, I guess then you go uh, uh, Littleton. 
and gotta be and, and on one side and, and Kwiatkowski. You would it, think so. And then Kwiatkowski's your middle, right? That's yeah. your yep. that's gotta yeah, be. Yeah, your, your linebacker core is gonna look the same as what it did last year. And then you much. and and then I mentioned Divine Diablo earlier in the secondary, but really him and and Tanner Muse could be like hybrid players, right? Yeah, but they're still absolutely ro- they're still rotational. But when you play the Chiefs and stuff, like you, you're gonna take one of those linebackers out. You're gonna have either another corner come in or, or somebody that can guard Kelsey. Yes. So you know, bring they're going to bring somebody else in. They'll take one of those guys out. Yeah. You know, someone else we haven't talked a lot about on this show, and and, and we probably should talk about more is Javin White. I think because he's another. Yeah. When you talk, really, the Raiders have three guys in White, Muse, and Diablo that are that new style hybrid kind of like you know safety cover slash linebacker, linebacker. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. It's going to be really interesting, and I and I'm glad you you what you said what you said about the Chiefs because. That's kind of what you need to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Right? You need somebody that can handle Travis Kelsey. You need somebody 100%. that can handle. And, of course, if you go outside the uh, of, of, of even the division, like there are so many good tight ends in the league. Yeah. And uh, you got to have somebody that can handle that. Uh, absolutely. And so, um, you know, it's funny. I was, I was watching today. I, I, while I was working. I had the NFL Network on the background. They were playing Chiefs-Raiders games. I had forgotten that the Raiders were up by three with like 30 seconds left on the clock against the Chiefs last year mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. We almost swept them. Yeah. Yeah, that, like, was, the, that was the famous meme where it was Carr looking on the sideline, looking like he was about to kill somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the focus and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah we almost swept them, man. Almost swept them. Really man. close, that game. And if, and, if, and if anyone has anything to say about Jonathan Abram, he may have cost us a little bit on that game because he, he he failed to cover a guy that you know he he came up and played the run and they smoked us but he also on the play before when you watch because i just saw it today yeah on the play before he goes up and makes an amazing tackle right at the line of scrimmage yes that really kind of saved up big yardage on that play yes. so it's kind of like you know one or the other with I, I, when you're yeah. looking at the tail end of it too it's like they shouldn't even have gotten down there that's the thing. They you know, drove the length of the field exactly. in a minute and 30 seconds. Exactly. Right. Like right. You, your defense has to step up and stop them right there. Yeah. That's absolutely and not put that guy in that situation. Yeah, he blew the coverage, but I mean, you know, stop him stop him the first you They know. were blowing coverages for the first yeah. 80 yards too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, we yeah. saw that moving forward in the second yeah. half of the season, you know, Abram I mean, in the Miami the game and all that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Abram, Abram gets, gets the, blame, the blame, but it's there's a whole lot more that goes into it. Yep. You Absolutely. know what you could do? You could sack the quarterback. Yeah, what you know a what concept. What, what a concept, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was just saying, send everybody. Put just Mahomes send, on his ass, bro. I was saying, just send them all. Well, and if and you, you beat you, you beat you. And you know what? And and you bring that up, and that's really interesting because I think that's going to be the play now moving forward with, with Mahomes, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, you watch the Super Bowl, and as much as we hate stupid Tom Brady and the stupid Buccaneers, <laughs> That's the play with him, yeah. man. You know, I mean, if you don't give him any times, yes, he can make acrobatic plays and, you know, throw the ball perfect spiral when he's, you know, backwards, upside down, whatever. But put him on his ass, man. Put him yeah. on his ass. I mean, ass. that's, you know, that's that's the key to it. That's yeah. it. That's it. I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's hit another break, Swag Jeff, and then we're going to get into the top uh, five Raider quarterbacks of all time. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Hey, what's up? It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. 
And it's still Tufo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Raiders Fan Radio. Yes! <laughs> So Murph, Swag Jeff, Murph, uh, we we skipped a segment, buddy. What did we do? We skipped a segment. We, we were we were so busy giving all the respect in the world to Michelle Sweat for yeah. making that amazing uh, ship, the pirate ship that uh, that we forgot that we had a giveaway that we were doing. What? Oh, we the, had a giveaway that we were doing for new subscribers. Buddy. Oh yeah, the Josh Jacobs jersey. The, uh, only the elite, amazing stitch Josh Jacobs jersey that comes along with an awesome inaugural season patch. You mean being, this one? Being swag, Jeff. I, I mean this. I mean the swag. Why? Why did I forget that? Why did I miss that? I don't know, man. When you know? You're, you're slacking over there. Buddy. I know, right? So I've made like ten new emails. And subscribe. Dude, that's what I was just saying <laughs> earlier, man. Yeah, the YouTube's got 300 new subscribers because it's Swag Jeff 1, Swag Jeff 2, Swag Jeff 3. Yeah, heck yeah, man. So uh so so we put the uh we put the new subscribers and in the uh in the Raiders fan radio yes. laboratory uh computer thing. Yes. And uh and we have a winner. We, we have, have a winner. winner of the Josh Jacobs jersey and patch. And the winner, praise God, is John the Baptist. Yes. John <laughs> the Baptist is the winner. Hey, Johnny. Johnny. Johnny B. Johnny B. John the Baptist. Congratulations. You have a Josh Jacobs jersey and a and a patch, man. The miracles don't cease. Miracles continue, man, and, for and John man. the Baptist. Yeah. That was that's the that's the guy's YouTube name. John the Baptist. We're like, all right. John the Baptist. Yeah, get a little help from upstairs. Yeah, 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 man. Raise him and praise him, bro. (laughs) Raise him and praise him, bud. Absolutely, dude. Amen. I love it. John Q in the chat says, praise God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. All glory to him. Okay, now we're going to turn the segment to QB Jeff because we're going to be talking about. The best Raider right. quarterbacks of all time. All right. So this this here's what prompted all this. So Hondo Carpenter, her, Hondo Carpenter, who you heard earlier asking some of the questions in the uh, in the Raiders press conference, put out a he does great uh, Raider articles on Sports Illustrated. Uh, he, it, lots and lots of stuff out there from Hondo. Just about daily, he's got uh, different Raider articles. And a couple of weeks ago, he put out an article ranking the all-time top five Raiders quarterbacks, along with endless amounts of information in terms of like why he arrived where he did. So um, I wanted to talk about this with Jeff when you were here because, you know, QB Jeff is QB Jeff. So we wanted to hear his opinion on it because we as fans have our opinion. But then like, I like your insight on stuff because you see things that we don't know about, like, you know, footwork stuff and like whatever like ball yeah. placement whatever things that to the fan to the casual fan like us right like we, we don't see that kind of stuff so are you gonna let us are you gonna let us guess this before you put you, yeah okay so let's let michelle go first though. absolutely okay i'm listening this time it's so, the same answer though as last time Derek Carr. <laughs> yes <laughs> he's all gotta right. he's gotta be there. all right yeah. so ladies first okay so so a top five all time mm-hmm. so yes Derek carr is absolutely on the list do you want to try to guess where Derek is on hondo's list of top five Let's go three. 
three. He's actually number five. Oh, all right. He's actually number five, but I think that is only because Hondo, uh, as as he mentions here, while Derek Carr is very accomplished, he doesn't have the postseason results yeah. that maybe some of the other Raiders uh, right. uh, uh, quarterbacks have had. But here's what's interesting about Derek Carr, and here's what I, I kind of alluded to this earlier. When you look at Derek Carr's career, he has been absolutely plagued by receivers that what jeff drop the ball amen like yep. they, they, yeah. they the drops and so when we look at 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 the um at the at the seasons that Derek has been in the league starting in 2014 up to 2020 starting in 20 when you when you rank um where Derek falls in terms of um, amount of drops throughout the course of a season in 2014 he was 16th in the league so that means he was middle of the pack in terms of most drops in the league yeah. uh, and for for his receivers in 2015, he was second. In 2016, he was first. That's the wow. year we went to the to the to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, we were dropping the ball more than anybody else in the entire league. <laughs> 89, right? <laughs> Stupid Cooper. 2017, he was uh, fifth. 2018, second. Those are drive killers too. Like people don't understand. 100. percent If you look at where, I guarantee, if you look at where a lot of those drops were. Third down. They're big time downs or yeah, big time a, plays. Man. Or converting yeah, first anyways. Exactly. Yes. Yep. Could 100%. not agree more. So then last, or excuse me, two years ago, 2019, back to the middle of the pack. And then last Yeah, because Cooper got traded. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? And yeah. then back to, and then last year, 24th. Yeah. So 24th. So so coming back. So because actually we were pretty sure-handed last year. Yeah. Well, and maybe because he was throwing to Darren Waller all the time. That's but true. even then, Darren Waller dropped some key passes yeah, last he year. He did. Big drops, but he's, yeah. he did. You know what I mean? He's human. No, he's going to drop passes. That's fine. But like when you look at that, like when you actually think about that, that that Derek Carr ranks in 16th, then second, first, fifth, second in a row, like. He's really doing more yeah. than what you think he would and be. And what is that, five years in a row? He was top five in yeah, most one, drop two, balls? One, two, three, four, four years, four in, a row, years yeah. in a row. Four years in a row, and the two that bookend that, he was in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Yeah. Only one time in his career has he been in the top third, and that was 24th last year. Yeah. yeah. So like the first time ever in the guy's career, he had receivers that were more, more sure-handed. Yeah. Here's yeah. the other thing. When you look at, uh, and I we don't love pff grades around here for the reasons we talked about with jonathan abram but when you look at the offensive grades for the raiders the pff grades for the raiders darren waller is the third best tight end in the league right Derek carr is the eighth best quarterback in the league fair enough right yep now let's look at the rest of the offense josh jacobs 20th best running back hunter renfro 42nd best wide receiver i don't agree with either one of those i don't either but i don't either but still when you look at their rankings, Nelson Aguilar is good. Everybody loved Ag- uh, Nelly last year, yeah, right? And he got overpaid. 46th best wide receiver in the league nah, in terms of PFF. that's BS, players. man. But still, but follow me on this, though, Jeff. Yeah. Zay Jones, 94th best. Henry Ruggs, 130, uh, 123rd best wide receiver in the league. The offensive line ranked 24th best in the league. Whether we agree with these numbers or not, and I don't necessarily buy into the whole PFF grading thing, point being, though, Darren Waller, number three, Derek Carr, number eight, everybody else at best is 20, and most of them are at the absolute bottomest of bottomest of the barrel. Yeah. Tell me if Derek Carr is not making our team a little bit better. 
Make yeah. it a lot better. Absolutely. Right. He makes this a lot better. Yeah. And so, Michelle, I think that was a great answer that, you know, when you look at, although Derek hasn't had the postseason success, I think, unfortunately, it's because he hasn't been surrounded with the supporting cast that we yes. would all love him to be. Yeah, I agree know? with that. And that's on that side of the ball. Yeah. Go across the other side of the ball. And I, I, I'm a oh lord, yeah, who knows where we're gonna yeah, end up, man. Thirty, 30 exactly. points a game, like not exactly, only does the man. guy have one guy to throw to, yes, like he's having to overcome giving up thirty points a yeah, game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you yeah, can only do go, so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so much. you can't score on every drive, and that's what he's been asked yeah. to do, basically. And then you know? dropping it on key downs, like what do you want the guy to do? Right, yeah. right. So we just talked about the Chiefs game. So they were up 31, 28, 30 seconds left on the clock. You score thirty-one points at home. Yeah, you. That should be a yeah. win yeah. against the defending Super Bowl champs. 100%. Yeah, that's a W. That be, you think that should be a that's win. That's a W. Okay, so so QB Jeff. So what's your uh, what is your top five? My top five? Yeah. You want me to list them? I want you to list, because I, I mean, because you haven't listed all five. Who you, I think? No, we've only set, got Derek Carr off the list. You only got Derek Carr off the list. And for the record, him at five. Yeah, and for See, the record, my list, he would be higher than five. But okay, well, hold on though. But uh, I like Hondo's list. I'm just going to say it for the record. I think I'm about other than flip flopping two guys. I'm dead on with these five guys in these positions. So okay. that's what I want to hear, okay. hear your all's feedback. So you want my one or my five? I don't know. You give me who you... Th- let's I want a- your one through five. Yeah, well, Mar- Jamarcus Russell. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. Well, if Derek's five, maybe we work from the bottom up to number one. Okay. okay. Yeah. All, right, all right. Fair enough. All right. Who's number four? Number four. That's got to be Plunkett. Okay. Do you want me... All right. Well, Plunkett's on the list. Do you want to know where he's at, or do you want to, or, or do you it's want me to say It's got to be Plunkett or LaMonica. No, no, I think it's got? either one. Who do you got? I got Gannon there at four. Bingo! No That's way! Yeah, I got Gannon at four. Gannon is uh, number Gannon's four. At one or two? I love Gannon. Well, because that's your era, though. Too. I know. Like, that, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was asking. Is this my yeah. five or this? Well, okay. I think this guy's uh, well see, here's what's cool though. This can be generational because Rich Gannon, who wins the NFL MVP, a lot of people forget that he was yeah. the overall the MVP right. in 2002. So, how old are you in 2002? I am. I'm like 12. 12. So right. like you're the, your most formative yeah. years yeah. as a fan, right? right. Or, uh, amongst them anyways. Like, yeah, that's your guy. Yeah, and yeah. you're watching this guy at the top of his career winning for your I'm, team. I'm in, the, I'm in the backyard throwing sidearm just because this guy's <laughs> Well, <sidearm>. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so Rich Gannon is, is at number four. Um, the thing that I think dinged him, and here's what, what Hondo notes in his article, is that he came to the Raiders at the age of 34. Yeah, so when you look at the longevity of the other players, and that's why Derek, frankly, ultimately might, depending on what he does postseason-wise in his career, could end up at the top of this list. Yeah. Um, but Rich, yeah, he didn't start until way, way late. But right. that NFL MVP, Super Bowl appearance, like that's what's what got him to, right. to that yeah. to that to that number four right. spot. So, so you called it out. So yeah, why so, do you so, why do you think Gannon at four? Well, you know, I, I mean. Because I mean, you got your big three. Because you got your big. Because you got your big three. You know, because you got because so Lamonica's th- three on that list, right? Okay. Well, there you go. All right, so there you, you know. go. So Lamonica's number three. This is where I would flip flop, guys. I put Lamonica at two because I think Lamonica is under celebrated in terms yeah. of his success. In I agree AFL. with that. But Bad but bummer. but that and that, and you know what? And that's the only reason why Plunkett is at two. That's the only reason to me. Because of you know, because he's got two Super Bowls. He's got two Super Bowls. 
But I don't. But Plunkett wasn't the reason they won two Super Bowls. Well, I agree with that. Daryl Monica and Warren Wells were the reason that the Raiders were the AFL champions. I agree. That, with that's that. where like he was the mad. Bu- like he was. I, uh, somebody put out a thing the other day on uh, on, on Twitter. It was about like. It was Michael Vick throwing like a 70-yard pass in the air that that hit Deshaun Jackson, and they scored this big, beautiful touchdown. It was a brilliant play. Okay. But that's not like Michael Vick wasn't doing that week in, week out. When you look at LaMonica... That's what they did. Yeah. Like every freaking game. Yes. It was, they were, there's a reason he was nicknamed the Mad Bomber. And when you look at a Daryl LaMonica highlight reel, it's bomb, bomb, yeah. bomb, bomb, 60 yards, 70 yards. Like, dude threw it in the air all the time. Yes. 60, but like 50 plus yards to Warren Wells. It's amazing watching Daryl LaMonica. That's why I put him there because he just, he was doing things that were completely innovative to the NFL. Granted, that yeah. was Al Davis. With that, you know, vertical offense, that whole pushing the ball down the field. Al Davis didn't care about first downs; he wanted touchdowns. touchdowns. But like Lamonica was the guy doing that, man. Like, yes. Okay, I'm gonna put you on the spot. When you were at your absolute peak of athletic ability and football capable playing quarterback, what's the furthest you could just like wind up and just that was not as my, far as you that possibly was not could? Not my strength. I mean, 50, <laughs> 55 to 60 was like the furthest. Okay, but. I, that was not, you know, it takes a lot of skill. And it's a, a lot big of deal, right? Like it's to throw deep balls, yeah. you know, especially on the outsides. Like he's throwing bombs, like go routes. It's like, yeah, it's 60. It's, you know, it looks 60 yards or 60 yards from the line of scrimmage. But that guy's, that guy's like seven yards back. You're not counting for, you know, the, the horizontal with the way the ball's going. Like it's really hard. It's really hard. I, that was not one of my strengths. No, no, I was, I was, uh, and it's like know, forty and in. I'm locked in. I could drill it anywhere, you know. But uh, it just takes a lot of practice, a lot of skill, Heck man. Yeah, man. And it's like freak athletic ability, like yeah. throwing a ball seventy yards in the air. Like really that's hard. not like, and that, doing it well. Like yeah, that's yeah doing it accurately. And that's like yeah, fifty-five to sixty for me is like, I'm crow hopping into it, like letting that thing go as far as I can. But sure. that wasn't my that wasn't my strength. Sure, but like some guys are just gifted. Some guys are just gifted. You can't teach. You can't teach that. You know. There's. You know. You can get a little bit stronger, but just some people are blessed, man. They can. Yeah, they dude. got big hands. They can grip that ball and they can just rip and it. Just rip yep. it. Absolutely. So I think that's. Where, so that's where Lamonica to me comes in higher. But he's not on the list. And Hondo's list uh, again is, is pretty freaking good. So yeah. uh, I, I don't want. I don't want to pick it apart totally. But yeah, number two, he's got. He's got Jim Plunkett. Plunkett. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to be. Two, I mean. Because he won two Super Bowls. Like, yeah. it's hard to argue that. Yeah. You know, he's still got the longest pass play in all of Raider history at 99 yards to Cliff Branch. Yeah. Yep. You know, even though he didn't have the big arm, he was more quarterback style like you, right? Yeah. Like, he didn't have, he wasn't, you know, ripping it, you know, all those big yards. He knew where to go with the ball. But he knew where to go with the ball. And that's what's important, yeah. right? Yeah. That, 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 absolutely. Having a good cast around you. Yeah, that helps a lot, too. You know? So and, and then Plunkett, of course, comes to the Raiders semi late, like yeah. Rich Cannon did. Yep. Uh, Barely fitting in his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I love to see that guy's picture. It just looks like his face is just squeezing out of uh-huh. the <laughs> Yep. No, it's what in our intro there. There's a picture of me and my cousin Sonny with with uh, with Jim Plunkett. We met him. We were at, at no the way. yeah. We were at the. Uh, um, I'll see if I can pull it up here when we get to talk about the next QB. Um, we were at, uh, we went to the game and I want to say it was twenty. Well, hold on, I got it right here. Whatever this is, this is uh, twenty thirteen. I was going to say, that, gonna say I had that. There. That looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, you were there. Okay, so it was against the Chargers. It was um, This was the game when 
you sp- uh, mentioned the dirt on the infield, yeah. the Oakland Coliseum. Do you remember the year that the A's were in the playoffs? Oh, yes. The Raiders were yes. playing on Monday night, yep. and the, they had to turn over the Coliseum. Yeah, they did this whole, like, uh, it was like overnight, like, um, wasn't it? This, yes. like, fast reel of it. I remember they, because it was a big deal. I mean, yes. I think it was raining, too, which is another element. That yes, was a lot. absolutely. Yeah. And so that night, so we, we, we were hanging out in the concourse, and we're standing there. It's, it's me and my cousin, Sonny, and my buddy, Harley. And uh, all of a sudden, we see Plunkett come walking through. That's and awesome. I go, and I grab my phone, and I go, <laughs> Harley! And then I go, take a picture, take a picture! And so, I did, and, and so Harley gets, the, and he's, like, kind of, like, fumbling with the phone. He's like, you know, some people, you give them the thing, and they're like, which, which button? What do I got in? And Just so, I, I, that's when you say. Just press the damn button. <laughs> yeah, and I got this look on my face, because I'm like, I can't believe you don't know how to take a picture. I'm standing next to Jim Plunkett, two-time yeah. Super Bowl winner. Yeah. And so, you know, and so yeah, so I'll I'll show you the picture here in a minute. But, awesome. it, but yeah, but I like talk about starstruck, man. Like it was crazy that night too. Caveat to that story: Willie Brown at yeah, our way. seats. We were in the club level seats, and we went went back because there's like those that middle ring of the mm-hmm. of the Oakland Coliseum. Yeah, and so we went back to like grab something to eat and whatever, like hanging out, and just all of a sudden, just strolling through, wearing his badge. There, Willie Brown, greatest of all time. Like, hey, Willie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hi. That's the best. Oh, my gosh. It was so cool, man. It was so cool. That's awesome. All right. So y'all talk about number one. I'm going to find this picture. Well, why are you not talking about number one? Because it's your guy. Well, it's my guy. It's your guy, man. That's why. Because I talk about him all the time. I know, right? It's Snake, buddy. I mean, what what else can you say? You know? I mean, one of the greatest coaches of all time in in John Madden. You know? I mean, this guy has, uh, you know, he's called games for some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You know? You always see, I think, Frank Caliendo does a great bit with John Madden's relationship with oh, Brett yeah. Favre, you know, and all that. But you know, but, but in interviews, John Madden will say, you know, hey man, give me give me a Stabler over anybody, give me Snake, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's just he's the best, man. Ult- ultimate competitor, the guy could freaking spin the ball. Just yes, that, that lefty. There's some about lefties, man. Then they throw it. That ball just yeah, it's man. Pretty, uh, it's in the air. That yeah, guy man. knew what he was doing. You know. He's just awesome. So yeah, you, it, we all know that your 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 all's Raider fandom came from your dad a lot, right? Yeah. So was was Stabler your dad? Because like like Mike, there's a picture of my dad here. He's wearing his number twelve jersey. Like that was it. Like for that generation, that older generation, like it was like Stabler was their all time favorite of anything ever. Is that was your dad a big Stabler guy or? Uh, he just liked the Raiders a lot. He he was a big Raider fan. Um, but honestly, my my uncle, my mom's brother, is a huge <laughs> Raider fan. Like. Oh, okay. He, he was probably honestly, he's probably might be the biggest Raider fan in our family. Yeah. I think. Like, oh, really? Like, and oh, we're yeah. pretty high up there, right? Yeah. So this guy, he, he's borderline crazy. He's Italian. You know, he's loud. <laughs> you know, we always say his uh, volume knob is broken off at ten at max. <laughs> so uh, he's he, on eleven all the oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he, yep. he's been going to the games forever. Season he, ticket holder he, yeah, forever. Season ticket holder forever. He would go to the games. He'd have like the old school like radio yeah. headset with the antenna. Yeah, he would listen. He because he'd want to listen to the radio broadcast. Oh, listen to Bill King. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. absolutely. So um, he he's. I mean, he's you know him and you know my dad was a big fan, but I would say probably my my uncle Bob. He just loved Tatum. He loved what's his name, the, Uncle uh, Bob. Yeah. yeah, Uncle Bob. So the guy standing next to my dad is my uncle Bob. All no right. way. Those uncle bro- Bobs. Absolutely. Yeah. Robert Robert Cuchera. Yeah, that's my well, mom's that's brother. Yep. Robert Sotlamakia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Uncle Bruzzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the biggest Raider fan. In fact, a lot of my Raider fandom came from my uncle Bruz, man. Yeah. He's the my uncle Bruz, he's the one that uh in like nineteen eighty three, I'll find this picture too. There's a picture of him flipping off Mile High Stadium. 
They went to Denver for whatever. I've seen that. You've seen yeah, that one? There's a picture of him flipping off Mile High Stadium. It's, it, it's, it's amazing. Uh, that's so cool, man. Yeah, Your Uncle Bob, funny. man. I love that. You always get Italians. You always got Uncle Bob somewhere. Yeah. Around There's the always a Bob and a Mikey and a right. Peter so, and like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, all right. So here, so I hope you can see this here. So there's the picture of me and Sonny. That's incredible. Yeah, that's a great with, picture. With Plunkett, and look at the look on my face. I look like I'm like <laughs> oh, you're starstruck. I'm yeah. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm like, huh? What's going? On? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that, awesome. that was amazing. But but yeah, Stabler was the guy, man. That was that was uh, my uncle's favorite. Oh, here's the one. Of, here's Sonny, and that's the same night. Here, let's see if I can get in there. There's Sonny and Willie Brown. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I, I met Willie Brown as well. You did? Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. Uh, I want to say it was when they one of the games that. I think they were doing, I don't know if it was something with the Hall of Fame or they were presenting some something to someone. Okay. And where they go out on the field. or Yeah. Maybe it actually might have been for, because my rookie season was the 50th year uh, reunion for the Raiderettes. And I think they had something else for the players that same year. So, okay. Um, yeah. And I just, there was a bunch of them walking by and I was just Within like, their yellow jackets and yeah, stuff and oh, all that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that the best. really, really cool. That is so cool. I think I, I might have done an appearance with them as well at one time. So just, they're all always so respectful and so cool. And just, I mean. And he yeah, was one of the most, struck. the ultimate Raider ambassador. Man. Yeah. He was the best, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Absolutely. That's so cool. It's so fun. Like, we're like sitting here, like talking about, I'm like, oh, I got to take a picture of him once. You're like, oh, yeah, I met him. I got to tell you, yeah. like, do an appearance with him. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's, it's, so all, cool. it's really small, you know, moments, but still, I mean, huge, though. But it's you know? so it's cool. Not like so, I know them. But. Well, and the Raiders are so famous about, you know, about keeping the legacy intact and yeah. bringing the, the older yeah. players around and all yeah. that. So I'm sure you're probably around much more than even just. Guys like that, probably more than that, even right. Yeah, and I don't, I can't believe I didn't bring this up earlier, but along with Charles Woodson, like the probably most famous person I've met was Bo Jackson. Oh, I have a picture of him too. Love yeah. Bo around yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. So that was actually, that was a highlight for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Talk about a Raiders time was just cut short, man. Uh, uh, if that yeah. guy would have stayed healthy, we did it. We did a Tales from the Nation not too long ago. I'd say not too long ago. It's probably about a year ago. Yeah. Uh, Bo Jackson breaking his leg in that game, man, and just, just, I mean, everything changed. It did. That's such a unique and weird injury. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. When yeah. the, when the Raiders went to L.A., did you all? I mean, I know you don't stop being a Raider fan, but right. you know, if being Bay Area folks, like we. You know, we yeah. have a rivalry no, with LA. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. We don't like the Lakers. Yeah. We don't like the yeah. Dodgers. We don't like, you know what I mean? Lakers. Yeah, absolutely. You know no, what I mean? Yeah. But like, so did you all maintain your fandom in the same we, way? Or was I it like, definitely say I guess you like, were pretty little too. You're yeah. Right. yeah, we're very little. But I, I always had just a negative. Whenever they, like, I almost like didn't acknowledge when they went to LA. Like a lot of times. Like when people would talk to me about it, they're like, oh yeah, but you guys went to LA. It's like, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> They're always the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, that's how I feel. It's you like know. even with them being in Vegas now, it's like no, they're they're the Raiders. They're still the Oakland Raiders in my like mind. My kids but, will forever yeah. know them as the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Like I'm Amen. sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always a Raiders fan, no matter where they go. But yeah. you know. what do you think about the Vegas move? I mean, I know you you like it because you got a plaque. Uh, in the freaking yeah, wall, but, I mean that's cool. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I wish they could have stayed in Oakland, um, but. I'm excited for them. If there's you know, one place you're gonna go. I think Vegas. Yeah, Vegas I think that upholds, move. you know, the Raider Nation. Absolutely. You know, they, you know what I mean? And bunch they, of degenerate gamblers, <laughs> you know, and heck yeah, drinkers, dude. all the things. Yeah, uh, yeah man. But I, so they, me and Uncle Mosh, yeah. <laughs> and me, Bob, and my brother, and Uncle Bob, and, Uncle Bob. <laughs> and me. It's like yeah. And they deserve they deserve a new stadium. I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, it's yeah. too bad Oakland could provide that, but I'm happy for him. So that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Right on. Absolutely. All right, uh, let's go. Uh, Hey, Swag Jeff, why don't you shout out the chat? Yeah, we've got uh, we got a bunch of people in here. Full Metal Mexican, T3 Sports Guy, 5-4 uh, Run 
541 Raider, uh, Anthony Provencio, uh, Ray Raider. Raider Flash says that he just got a Bo Jackson jersey a week ago, Ooh, but nice. shouts out his favorite player, uh, his favorite defensive player ever, Greg Beaker. Oh wow! Absolutely interesting. Absolutely, he was he. he, uh, he Come on, I was hoping you were going to say this. He recovered the fumble in the tuck rule game. There you go, Swag. Look at you, You man. Look at you flashing your bona fides, man. Man, I got it, it, man. Absolutely, I got it. Do all right, Swag Jeff. I'll give myself that on that. Yeah, Yeah, man. All right, so next up, we're going to get to the Sea of Fans mailbag. We've just got a handful of things to get to tonight. Michelle, would you be so kind to help us read some emails? Of course, I'd love that. Oh my gosh, yes! Please read them all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about you want to read them all? Sure. Okay. Let's read them all. Yeah. Okay. Let's head to the sea of fans. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. All right, so there's a handful of ways you can contact us here at Raiders Fan Radio. You can call the show anytime at 909-345-3346. That is 909-345-3346. Or you can email the show at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. And we always love to hear from our listeners, of course. And so we do a couple things around here where we take our our favorite uh, email or or voicemail of the week, and we award a Sizzler Award. And when Uncle Mosh is in here, Swag Jeff uh, awards the Sizzler Award, so be on the lookout. And he's he's um he's pretty influenced by the chat room. Definitely influenced by our guests here in the fan. Oh, one hundred percent. And thank you all, both of you, for wow, so much for, for having us. For hanging yeah, in, it's so been a lot of fun. Um, and uh, and so yeah, for, so you hear your favorite email or voicemail, uh, then then definitely uh, use that to to influence Swag Jeff's decision there. And Michelle so kindly agreed. To read the emails. All of them. Yeah, wow. That's going to go all the emails. All right. So I'll give you this. So here's now I don't. Okay. I'm just going to give a disclaimer here. Okay. I don't proofread these. Okay. I cut and paste these things into <laughs> one thing. So for the most part, yeah. our listeners are very cool and like, you know, couth. All okay. Right. Yeah. But this, well, and Stacy Referator didn't send an email this week, no. so she'll be able to read everything perfectly. But there is the Mangus twins, and one of them has a potty mouth, and so <laughs> yes. I'm just saying that's all right. My, I have yeah. a sailor mouth get, yeah. uh, my, as well. Yeah. So. Get, your, get your bleep button. Okay You're up it. at the Oka Coliseum. I mean, I'm come sure on, I'm yeah. a writer's fan <laughs> and Italian. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go. There's the emails. Should we just go through everyone? Yeah, just just go ahead and just go for it. Start reading. If you need an assist, one of us will jump in sure. and, uh, and help out reading. But otherwise, it's a uh, it's your show from here out all right hello rfr family here is my official projection for the 2021 2022 season all of us have seen vegas only give us 7.5 wins and if i was a betting man i would absolutely take the over nevertheless yeah we now being with my official 2021 record predictions drum roll please week one versus baltimore oh so how how do i read that was he going through the whole schedule? Yeah. yeah. Just week one versus Baltimore. Uh, okay. I guess that's an L. So a loss. Okay. Okay. Right. The Raiders are the kings of prime time, but this will be a tough first game. Expect the defense to be tested early and often. I do believe we have the offense to keep up, yet I'm not sold on the defense. 
week two at Pittsburgh win. Call me crazy, but I believe the Steelers are a former shell of themselves. I watched them get the ass their ass handed to them by the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs, and I was and it was a beautiful sight. Who's to say the Raiders can come and give Pittsburgh the royal ass whipping of the season? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> week three Need versus it. Miami win. It takes an off season. It takes an off season, but the Raiders avenged the loss last year by opening a can of whoop ass on their candy ass. The Maker's Boy is all about the asses. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He loves that. and a rock rip. Yeah, That's man. All uh, let's see. Week four at L.A. Another home game for the Raiders as they easily take care of business. The L.A. faithful cheering for the Raiders. Again, someone please tell me why they let the Chargers go to L.A. <laughs> week five versus Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Win. I fully expect them to start Justin Fields for the entire season. With that in mind, it's time to send the dogs and the rookie and let them hunt. This will be a blowout of Justin Fields proves he's a rookie. Week six at Denver win. The Raiders start two two and oh in the division by taking care of business against Denver. This win is strict if they keep the QB room the same. If a certain twelve comes to Denver, this will be an L. Week seven versus Philadelphia win. Cry Eagles cry on the road to misery. The, this team is not the team that beat Brady in the Super Bowl and should be easily swept aside. With that in mind, be aware of trap games. Week eight, bye. The Raiders are entering the bye with a record of six six to one, depending on how a certain ketchup and mustard team is do- <laughs> is doing. That's enough for the tops in the division. Week nine at New York. Win. Yes, New York hasn't been kind to us the last couple of years, but this should be a win. Again, beware the trap game. Week 10 versus Kansas City. Win. The Raiders' defense finally steps up and delivers us a win in the final seconds against Kermit the Frog and the Muppets of KC. (laughs) (laughs) Week 11 versus Cincinnati. Another win. As much fun as it'll be to watch Joe Burrow play the uh, Bengals did not do enough to protect him up front. Sure, he has weapons, but what good are they when you're running for your life? Week 12 at Dallas. Loss. God, I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> Me too. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And their and their fans. Hey, that's the next. Se- that's the next part. I hate their fans. <laughs> their owner. Right on, Vegas. <laughs> their fans, their owner, their city, and their stadium. I'm still not over that fucking index card game. Hey. Oh, hey. I'm not supposed to say that. Sorry. You're good. He's no proofread. <laughs> and, and I'll never be over it. I'm sorry. Uh, however, they are still good, and that <laughs> offense could give our defense a run for their money. Hey, Michelle, this is a PG-13 hey, show. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, I didn't write it. Uh, let's see. Damn it. Damn I'm it, so Daniel sorry. Mangus. I'm sorry. Now no, I, no, no. You're good. No, you're good. There's only one Mangus. Come on. Yeah, you know which one's the potty yeah, mouth, Mangus. Yeah, that's the potty mouth, Mangus. He said ass 87 times in this email and then drops an F-bomb. Uh, hopefully, uh, Mullen and Arnett aren't ready for Cooper and Lamb. <laughs> At least I'll have a turkey to drown my sorrows in. Okay, uh, week 13 versus Washington. The when? chat is loving this, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. I'm glad. Ron the says I need a dumb button. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) The football team has a great head coach and defense. However, they're still not yet at QB. I fully believe this is one of those games that Fitzpatrick becomes Fitztragic and throw a crap ton of picks (laughs) instead of the game-winning throw. (laughs) 
Week 14 at Kansas City. Loss. As much as I would love to sweep KC, it's not going to happen. We lose in KC, but I fully expect us to be competitive and maybe get the W. Oh. Week 15 at Cleveland. Win. The silver and black bounce back. Win a win against the Browns and, ba- and Baker Mayfield. Doesn't join them. Uh, week 17 at Indy. Loss. Uh, after an absolute beatdown last week, the Raiders overlook the Colts and lose in one. This one. Week 18 versus L.A. When the Raiders finish the year with a W and complete the series sweep of the L.A. Chokers. Again, someone please tell me why they let them go to L.A. instead of the Raiders. The final record prediction is 13-4, and four, even better than the 2016 record and a complete lock for the postseason. I fully believe the team will make that jump into becoming contenders. As for changing anything, if there is a football, God let the Raider, Raiders beat the Cowboys and let it be a blowout worse than what Washington did to them last year. <laughs> That's all for me. Stay safe, Raider Nation. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus. Oh, that's proud Matthew Mangus. Mangus. Proud oh made gosh. man. Do I read the rest? Yeah. yeah, yeah 2020 yeah. Gemini Man winner, two-time sizzler. P.S. Swag Jeff, stay the hell out of Mosh's chair or we'll be forced to make you an offer you can't refuse. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. So good. Oh, my God. All right, so Matt. Ron, so QB Jeff's in the chat says, this is RFR after dark. <laughs> Ron the Materator says, Vinny, Michelle, and the Mangus Twins. Vulgarity running amok. <laughs> so good. When Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, though, says Jeff's sister is unfiltered. 5-4 yeah. Run Raider says, Michelle, you kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, she wait, gave wait. me this mouth. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's nothing in the Murphy house. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is so, the best. So let me say this too. So when you hear us laughing when yes. you're reading, it's because the chat room. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah we're so not, a lot yeah, of times we're, not, we're yeah. not laughing at you. Oh, we're I laugh- didn't even think that. That's okay. Fine. Good, thank you. Because there's a lot they of can laugh at me though. I don't no, because we're <laughs> sitting here because we're reading the chat and people yeah. like when something funny happens. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you might need to call in and start reading emails from now on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, deal. All right, next one. Dear RFR, what an offseason. OTAs have officially started, and trade rumors say we could see uh, Julio Jones in the silver and black. Now to break down the season. I have the Raiders winning 13 games. I'm so confident in my team. I put $10 on over 7.5 wins. I think the defense alone will win us a few games. Think, if we had a defense last year, we easily swept KC and beat Miami. That put us at 10-6 to instead of 8-8. to Amen. And who knows? Maybe it's enough to make the playoffs. But this year, it's playoffs or bust for the Raiders. It's the, it's time for this team to finally gel and prove that we are no longer a pushover. I expect Henry Ruggs to have a breakout year. Still, the players I'm going to have my eyes on is number 99, uh, Celine Farrell. He's posted to have a breakout year, and the fact that he's going to be moved inside is going to help him. Finally, the second player is number 24, Jonathan Abrams. He's going to have to stay healthy this year in the NFL. The best ability is availability. He's been hurt more often than not. He got to play more often this season to prove why he was drafted. Finally, last but not least, our rookie class. As mentioned before, a solid B+. Leatherwood will be great. Will be a great RT. And Moorhig is finally going to be the ball-hawking safety we've been looking for to make Mahomes scared throwing that deep ball. Come on. Yeah, really. Here's to a 13-win season. Go Raiders. Love you, RFR. Daniel Mangus? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Proud Made Man 2019 Gemini Man Award winner. 
Nice. Both nice. Manguses. Both yeah. Manguses. Coming right. in clutch, man. So my uncle has a theory that they're the same guy. <laughs> yeah, they call in all the time, and you can't tell the difference. They sound like the same guy. And they look alike, because they send us pictures like from A's yeah, games they're twi- and stuff. Yeah, they're, they're twins. Oh, wow. They're twins. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great right. guy. Huge supporters of what nice. we do around here. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you to them. All right. Hello, RFR family. The time has finally arrived. The schedule is out. OTAs are heated up, and soon it's going to be time to report to camp. Now let's get three things straight before the start of the 2021 season. Number one, put some respect on Carr's name. Derek Carr has earned the right to lead this franchise since he was drafted in 2014. He poured everything into this franchise, and if Al Davis was here, he would love him some Carr. Mark my words, this year he will get us in the playoffs, and this time he'll play. Let's go. Yeah. Number two, expect the defense to get better by default. The Raiders' defense has finally gotten a major upgrade. Gone is D.C. Paul Gunter and comes Gus Bradley. Just coaching alone will make the defense better. But let's take a look at the additions. Uh, Yannick, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to say Yannick Ngakwe. Thank you. Casey Hayward, uh, Tarvon Morig. Morig, yeah. Thank you. I believe these three players will have the biggest impact on our defense. Finally, number three, Mayock is not the problem. Everyone calling for Mayock's job has absolutely no idea what he's done for this franchise. Yeah, he has completely overhauled the, ro- the roster. Sure, he's had some hit and misses, but name one GM who hasn't swung and missed in their career. I will write another email with my official season predictions. Yours truly, again, Matthew Mang- oh. Mangus. <laughs> Robin Man, 2020 Gemini. Wow. He doubled up, huh? Yeah, so this double was, dip. This was okay. first. I'm so, his... so I think I gave him to you okay. in a terrible order no, then. Okay, fine. all right. Yeah. Thank you. So Matthew was Matthew, yeah, Matthew was double dipping today. Oh, my tonight. gosh. He had a lot to say. <laughs> he had a lot to say. He's the wordy Mangus. What, you, know. you got the potty yeah, mouth Mangus and the wordy yeah. Mangus. Okay. Thank you, Matthew Mangus. Thank no, Matthew Dan. Mangus is the potty mouth Mangus. Is he? No, yeah. Daniel was the potty mouth. No, no, no. no it was Matthew. Yeah, it was Matthew. Matthew. Well, yeah, this time, he's the this potty time, mouth. Yeah. Oh, either that so they're both teach, potty mouth Mangus? Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. take turns? <laughs> they take turns, man. I think it depends on the day of the week or the day of the month. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So on odd numbered episodes, it's Matthew. <laughs> and yeah. even numbers, it's Daniel. They're all, they're all, right. all dropping f bombs. That's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So we've got one more. I think we yep, got one this more. This is the last one. Okay. It's a long one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is our buddy. Uh, did you see the end there? Yeah, I was reading the end. Okay. He yeah, is... I was checking to make sure it wasn't Matthew again. No. I... <laughs> <laughs> Send one email next time, Matthew. <laughs> Just kidding, Matthew. Keep coming. All right. So no, but here's what's wonderful about this guy. He is like the emailer of the emailers mm-hmm. the yes. one that you're getting ready to, to read mm-hmm. so so we lo- typically will introduce his email oh. so if you don't mind no. let us know who it is yeah so start at the end then well just tell us who it is who yeah i know there's so many things i was trying to find the name <laughs> his lordship yep. yes that's his, his lordship. lordship the royal scribe paul edgerton yes uh what is that where is so, it? so shropshire shropshire mississippi which is actually is in the UK. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then do it. Okay. Yeah, but we'll save all the rest of it. Yeah, though, I will. So. Sorry, I, that was not good. No, 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 no you're no, fine. No, 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 you're great. We just Still want doing better than me when I read. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and Vinny and me. Like, well, no, you're so far, you're the absolute star of reading emails. Well, thank you. Okay, goodness. so, uh, yes, but it's, it's our buddy Paul. Cool. So right, everybody Paul. knows Paul. Paul. Yeah. Dangerously. Yes. All right, this is Paul here, everybody. Uh, evening, everybody. I hope this email finds you all well. 
Firstly, this week, as you've just had Memorial Day, it's appropriate to send best wishes and thanks to all past, present, and future future service personnel, which thank you for saying that. I thank think that's you, Paul. great. Absolutely. Amen. Although thank you never seems enough. Our two great countries have always been allies in times of need, and your sacrifices have never been and never will be forgotten. As the season inches closer, predictions are on all of our minds. So I've stuck my tongue firmly into my cheek and gone a little mosh uh, trim, 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 trim. What is that? Trotamus? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> mosh. It's a word from the out. UK. Sound it out. Mosh Trotamus? I don't know what that is. We're going to have to put that in the chat and let okay. everyone okay. tell us how to say it. <laughs> is I'm, it pretty, is I'm pretty it good with words. Is I'm it Mostradamus? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, Mostradamus. That's what it is. That's Mostradamus. New to me. You learn something new every day. Okay. There you go. With I think you spelled it wrong, but it's okay. It's okay. With a few things, guess, and Elijah. who knows, a few of these might just come true. August, preseason goes well, and, and the guys head into the regular season in a positive frame of, frame of mind going 3-0. and Derek Carr plays the first five minutes of game one before Marcus Mariota takes over and showcases himself well. Nathan, what? <laughs> I'm listening, Paul. Nathan, <laughs> uh, Nathan Peterman doesn't. Car haters take to social media saying it was the worst five minutes of any preseason they can remember. September, the front office had some salary cut funds and we, and we uh, finalized the deals for Julio Jones and Richard Sherman. Preseason, oh, man. momentum okay. takes us to a 3-0 and start and as we sweep all before us. DC has 1,200 uh, yeah, 1, yards already. Josh Jacobs and Henry Ruggs are unstoppable and Gus Bradley's defense is working wonders. Elsewhere, Tom Brady decides he wants to play until he's 50. The audible cry of disappointment from everyone except Florida can be heard from space and a large consi- <laughs> uh, consignment of silver polish is seen heading towards Tampa Bay. October, four more games and four more wins. Vegas is on fire with delight and the Raider Nation can't believe how well we're playing. Car haters take to social media to express their disgust, asking, why did it take so long for DC to finally start performing? Elsewhere, the chip on Kermit Mahomes' (laughs) shoulder, I love that, has become the big it's given its own shirt number and zip code. November, refreshed after the bye week, the Raiders' form continues uh, unabated with four more wins, ending in a Thanksgiving win in Dallas. The The turkey is not the only thing being stuffed. (laughs) <laughs> Elsewhere, <laughs> oh, no. my husband will oh, no. love that one. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh god, Paul! Yeah. That's, that's Damn one. it, Paul! <laughs> Paul, we were, we were still recovering from Matthew. That's it. That's, that takes that. Oh no! Elsewhere. Uh, let's see. Tida Raider cuts the ceremonial ribbon on the brand new three floor Domenico's Vegas Super Deli. Hey. Complete oh, yeah. with third floor Uncle Mosh Ruben Sweet and Donut Room. <laughs> hey, Vegas, let's talk about it. December, Christmas in New York oh, is celebrated in style as we pick up another four wins and our charge to the Super Bowl seems in- inevitable. Boxing Day's mauling of Aaron Rodgers and the Donkeys sees a stressed-looking John Elway retire to his uh, paddock with a worried look on his considerably huge face. (laughs) (laughs) Elsewhere, the chip on Kermit Mahomes' shoulder is causing problems in the Chiefs' locker room and rumors around that the chip could be traded. Car haters think Gruden should look into it. January. The new year arrives with more Raiders' success on the field. 
The Colts and the Bolts are dispatched with ease. DC has broken virtually every record, and Jacob slash Waller and Ruggs are celebrating Pro Bowl call-ups uh, following a stellar year. The defense has been unbelievable, and Coach Bradley has a statue commissioned to sit next to Al Davis's torch. Elsewhere, despite leading the Chiefs to the bottom of the AFC West and their worst record in years, media uh, darling Andy Reid is awarded Coach of the Year. During his acceptance speech, he uh, comments that Chiefs fans need to be patient as they only win a Super Bowl every 50 years, and there's only 47 more to go, <laughs> providing Tom Brady has retired by then. February. <laughs> we keep going. Paul's well, got the longest emails. <laughs> Save man. the best for last. Super Bowl Sunday arrives, but sadly, in typical... Raider style, and despite going 17-0, we had already lost our first playoff game against the number seven seed Jaguars after Walt Coleman and Gene Steratore come out of retirement to officiate the game. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the chip on Kermit Mahomes. So soon, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The chip on Kermit Mahomes' shoulder never got his trade, left the NFL, and went to work for the Jim Henson Workshop. <laughs> The apple never falls far from the tree, does it? Derek Carr signed a new contract extension with the Raiders. Carr haters are currently forming queues outside mental health clinics. Tom Benjamin Button Brady went on to more Super Bowl success. And Chiefs head coach Andy Reid picked up another end-of-season end award at the RFR Fannies for his third-year dominance of Fat of the Week. <laughs> Despite his weight dropping to a meager 400 pounds, and he still looks like someone has stuck a baseball cap on a dropped lasagna. <laughs> stay safe, RFR family. Good days are coming, so stay loyal and proud and hate the Chiefs. All caps. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul... Mississippi. <laughs> Polly Award winner 2019. Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020. BRT Sizzler scorekeeper. Proud made man. Five time. Plus five time. Five time. Plus, five time. Plus one winner of the Raiders fan radio BRT Sizzler Award. Oh my oh, God. God. Oh, that was Paul. Oh, oh my gosh. Fat. Oh. <laughs> the. Weak. You look like melted ice cream. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. Says he's fat. Who's fat? Too fat. Paul. 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 Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Oh my gosh. My gosh. Paul just went top rope there, man. I know. Well, he's not. Amazing. He's not eligible for the Sizzlers anymore, right? No, he's not eligible yeah. anymore. Uh -uh. Because man, he brought the fire, yeah, that man. Was, that, that was so damn funny. Unbelievable. Dude. That was That's unbelievable. Uh, great job, Michelle. Reading the Thank emails, you. man. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Much respect. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Much respect. I'll be here all week. Dropped, dropped a Sterator blast. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That was great, man. Thank you so much for helping us out with that. That was Thank too you. fun. Next, we'll have to proofread. Doug. <laughs> you 
does. No, don't. <laughs> it's so fun. So sorry. No, it's actually no, it's you're unbelievable. Right. It actually was way better having you do it. Yeah, it was way was, better. That was great, man. That was awesome. Thank you so much. So, um, so yeah. So you can email the show at show at Raiders fan. Look at my glasses have stayed. <laughs> Fogged up for like this whole damn oh, show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dying from the freaking technical difficulties in the beginning to this now, like my freaking glasses it's have not best. stopped fogging up. But anyway, so uh, you can uh, also uh, call the show yes. at 909-345-3346. If we play your uh, your voicemail three times, uh, then you we refer to you as a made man or a made woman here on the show. And uh, that crew uh, of the made men and made women needs a captain because every crew does. We call him the capo and he is Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Greetings, I'm Murph on the boss, Sonny, Consigliere Marsh, our Sergeant at Arms, the Big Raider Trucker, Mojo for When the Universe Speaks, Salute, Ron the Maid Raider, Swaggy Jeff, and all the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Jeffs. Nation, first thoughts and prayers go out to the second greatest uh, sports opportunist of all time. I'm talking Mike Krzyzewski. Um, he took advantage of more home cooking, uh, beneficial whistles, and home state first and second round NCAA tournament games than anybody possible. Um, uh, a beneficial whistle here, uh, home cooking there. Uh, you know what? This guy sucks. You know, today he leaked his um, apparent retirement after this upcoming season. So you know what? I've got not much to say about that. Uh, as a University of Kentucky fan and proud Raider, he sucks. And I can't help but think that somewhere Tom Brady and Satan are asking for a vow to answer the, uh, I guess, the uh, answer to the puzzle of uh, uh, what coach in the collegiate race do you absolutely hate the most? Hmm. Mojo certainly feels me on that one. Uh, second, respect goes to all the following veterans post-Memorial Day. All I can say is Salute. F the Chiefs. You know, in an article <laughs> for SB Nation written by Bill Williamson, uh, Money Mike Mayock called uh, local hometown product uh, Trayvon Merrick a prototype free safety and an ideal fit for Gus Bradley's system. You know, he went on to say that DC4 feels good about the new look offensive line, all positive. Plus, um, Mayock channeled his inner Q-tip by describing the mood in the building as vibrant. Uh, you know, who who wasn't mentioned uh he who doesn't deserve the number 24 jersey, yeah, you guessed it, Jonathan Ouch. Abram. In an article for the Fan Nation, Raider Maven, by Hikaru Kudu, Abram, uh, he dug deep down for this quote by saying that things have been going pretty good. He went on to add that I'm going down to what they call the safety box from the, uh, from the box safety to a strong What? <laughs> you know, this, I feel, will be more suitable for my talent and strengths. Now, let's do a little lighthearted stuff. Uh, let's keep with Fan Nation Raider Maven, who went on to uh, rank the top five safeties in Raider lore of all time. First, Charles Woodson. Second up, it goes without saying, and he belongs in the Hall of Fame, Jack Tatum. Third up, yes. um, his backcourt mate. Let me see here. Uh, who did he put up here? Uh, no, Dave Gravison. Whoever Dave Grayson. Uh, shame on me for not knowing. Yeah, I don't know either. Then he went on to put on, uh, you know, George Atkinson. Yes. And then last, a lot of people may not get this. Hopefully, Mosh will be able to bail us out. The answer is Van McElroy from 1982 yeah. to 1990. Well, Talk amongst yourselves, but, you know, I tend to agree with that list. Um, no Michael Huff, mind you. Uh, the hit list. <laughs> uh, of course, Mike Krzyzewski. Um, the brass at Roland Garros, for obvious reasons. Insurrectionists, Jim Rome, 
Emeritus, and as per usual, Mike Dicka. Um, respect goes out to Sugar Shane, B-Dog, and her past Ramon the Mean King, Graphic Raider, Samoan Raider, Coach Davis, uh, Raider at Michelle, long overdue, the creative hey. one. Hey. Much respect to you, ma'am. Thank uh, you. His Lordship from Shropshire, Mississippi, Paul. Death Scroll Steve from H-Town, holding all the parody songs down. And, of course, Raider Bone Rico. My wife is safely secured in an undisclosed location. And shall never hear your voice again, homie. And, of course, all the made men and women. Root. Oh, nicely nice. done, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Always bringing the fire, man. I Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. We look forward to it every time. You know, I love Van McElroy, but I think Eddie Anderson's my guy there. I think that's the safety that I would I would put there, but no disrespect to the list, man. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we're running long. You all got a few more minutes? Yeah, we're oh, good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know we're running long here. We're we're already well over two hours. So uh, let, let's let's shout out the chat real quick. Yeah, so, please, Jeff. Yeah, go so, for it. Uh, so T3 Sports guys in there. Sugar Shane. Uh, Sugar Shane said, uh, "Who needs Kay Adams on Good Morning Football when we got Raider at Michelle on our RFR nice. live? So absolutely, Thank you. absolutely. Uh, and let's see. Uh, I, I was going to shout out." something else oh graphic raiders in the chat oh graphic buddy graphic Raider. yeah our buddy graphic uh he has a great show on his channel as well uh docs but, but, ent yes yeah mm-hmm. but welcome brother welcome absolutely man good to see him in there and uh yeah had a good time uh, uh chatting with him on his show yes uh, a couple of weeks ago i was i joined docs or not docs i joined graphic on docs's channel uh and it's much like what we have here like it's he's graphic raider but his channel is murph's or bless america i can't talk <laughs> Graphic Raiders channel is Doc's ENT, much like Raiders Fan Radio is here on Murph's Fan Cave. Right. Not that name the same. So anyways, I joined Graphic and uh, Captain Jack uh, on that show. Right on. That was great. Awesome. Yeah. Apparently, after two hours, I can't talk either. I yeah, sound, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where I need uh, somebody to, uh, to pinch hit for me. So go, Jeff. Well, you hit the button. <laughs> okay. Next up is Houston Raiders Steve. Oh, yes. Oh, well, you ready for this? Yeah, hit the... Hit the- <laughs> Just press the damn button. Nerd. Thank you. <laughs> my gosh. Well, I said it first and with my mouth. Set up the cue. We only got one cue on that. <laughs> okay. Just press the damn button. Nerd. Good grief. Marks by Jeff Nation. Hey, uh, this is the I best. hear all this talk about uh, Rick Savage. Ooh, Rick yeah. Savage. Well, you know what? I knew Rick Flair. <laughs> what about uh, Macho Man? Uh, but uh, anyway, my whole point is that <laughs> I used to fight the Memphis Smaller. The Boston Brawler, the Miami Marauder, the San Diego Sidewinder. I fought against Wahoo McDaniel. I fought against uh, uh, Junkyard Dog. <laughs> I knew all those people, man. I fought them all, and I won. I'm the best. And I want to tell you, this is a this is a Jerry Lawler. But uh, he's got nothing on me, man. I fought against uh, Andy Kaufman before he got his neck broke by Lawler. So I tell you what, man. They even fought that Chinese wrestler that's real famous. But I'll let you know, brother, when you go against the Texas Tornado, Houston Raider Steve, you're in for a butt kicking, pal driving, body slamming. You name it. Miss Elizabeth? Oh, yeah, I knew her before she knew uh, Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to talk about wrestling, go against the Texas Tornado. I'll go out there, take a name, kicking, beep. Anyway, I'm the best there is. And you heard it here, Raider Macho Man Savage. Ooh, yeah. So I tell you what, brother. Next time you think about going in and taking on a taking on a legend like me, Ric Flair, Nature Boy, uh, all those guys, 
Think about Texas Tornado because I kicked all their butts. Take that, McMahon. I'm the real wrestler. <laughs> Macho Man Savage, you got nothing on me, brother. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, I got you all. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, Goodbye. Oh, my God. I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> I'm not... Did he talk about anything Raider related? No. He's in the chat. Explain. He just, but he's just laying down bars, man. He's just doing his thing, bro. Oh just God. doing his thing. Oh, it's man, so funny. Great. I love how our voicemails have evolved into this like wrestling promo banter. Well, yeah, I love, I love it. Yeah, I love we, I, that's another thing we grew up with. So we don't. Oh, there you that. go. <laughs> Who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk. Oh, yeah. nice. Right on. Razor Ramon. Oh, oh, nice one. Nice, Scott nice. Nice. That's Scott I'm Hall, sure Raider Ramon. I don't know if that's why he named his Raider Ramon, but. I don't know. I, well, because his name's Ramon. Well, his name's Ramon. I think Ramon it's, yeah, but, okay. yeah. But yeah. But I'm with you dude, on, the, on, the, on the outsiders and oh, like yeah. the whole NWO thing. And all exactly. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys were great. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> Freaking Steve, man. He's so funny. so funny. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> all right. So, not to be outdone by. Houston Raider Steve's promo. There is wrestling promo. Right. Uh, here comes the Raider karaoke kid. Oh, okay. Okay, here we go. After a brief absence, this is the return of the Raider karaoke kid. Don't shake that hand. Don't know where it's been. That tomahawk chop is just a mortal sin. And so it goes until the day they die. More losses to the Raiders, gonna make them cry. Despite their Lombardi, they're thrown in the muck. And one thing we know is, Chiefs suck. Chiefs suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chiefs suck. Chiefs suck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Chiefs suck. Chiefs suck. Yeah, yeah, Chiefs suck. Chiefs suck. Yeah, yeah, Chiefs suck. They lost their title, and now they're done. So turn up the heat and watch their quarterback run. We'll take another lap around old Arrowhead. We'll use them like toilet paper and leave them for dead. So flatten their players like they've been hit by a truck. And then say it loudly. Chiefs suck. Chiefs suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chiefs suck. Chiefs suck. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs suck. Chiefs suck. Yeah, yeah, Chiefs suck. Chiefs suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chiefs suck. This is the Raider Karaoke Kid wishing everybody in the fan cave a happy day ahead. And remember, the Chiefs suck. <laughs> Thank you for that reminder. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hate the Chiefs. Oh, well, yeah. The Raider Karaoke well, Kid. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, well, now, yeah. now look, so the three of you that are joining me here in the fan cave tonight, you're all considerably younger than I am. You're okay. all roughly in the same age group. Yeah. All right. Any any one of the three of you know what song that was? It's crickets. you got to hit the crickets button. Nobody, <laughs> no, uh-uh. That's the Jay Giles band, Love Stinks. Oh. 
Well, there you go. Well, yeah, because I'm, yeah. Uh, anybody in the chat room knows that. It was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, well, of course yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah of course. <laughs> I had, I had any, no clue, Murph. Where, where, where are my middle aged people at in the chat to know who that was, to know about Jay Giles? All right, we got one more to get to. So, speaking of the, the wrestling promo that uh, that Houston Raider Steve started out. So, oh, okay. So, he was, that was his basically his call out to the Raider Macho Savage, who's a frequent caller to this show. Nice. Uh, he is our, our good buddy, Kill Jadis, who's in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And Kill Jadis' wife showed up on the last episode of Raiders Fan Raiders. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, do you remember this? Yes. He'd just recently been married, and and so she was yelling at him for being... So his wife... So we're going to have in this call, we're going to have Kill Jadis, loyal listener to RFR, Raider Macho Savage, and Kill Jadis' new wife. Perfect. Uh, That's awesome. All the way up there in Alaska. So here we go. So this is uh, our buddy Kill Jadis. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Kill Jadis. How's it going? And as usual, I'm here with the Macho Man Raider Savage. Ooh, yeah. Rugged and rolling. So today, Macho Man, you decided to give me this article? Yeah. Photoprosports.com put out an article that I thought was interesting. Yeah? They took a survey to find out what fan base in the NFL drinks the most alcohol and smokes the most marijuana during game day. <laughs> and they made a ranking, yeah. Show us all who are the drunkest and highest fans during game day. Oh, well, that's got to be easy. Oh, so you think you know who it is, huh? Well, as a matter of fact, Murph, why don't you pause this voicemail real quick? And everybody give us your top five fan faces for binge drinking a top five for placing the chronic. And we'll go ahead and proceed after that. All right, so let's go in order. So he, he's asking for a request. Michelle, go ahead and start us off. Who do you think are the top five drunkest and highest fan bases in all of football? Oh, is it together or is it sep- like separate? I think they're separate. I think it's like five drunk drunkest and five, five high. high. Uh, I mean, the Raiders got to be in there. You would think so, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I would hope so. So the Raiders. <laughs> okay. I'm saying the Raiders. Just the Raiders. Jeff, what do you think? You got. It's got to be. You'd think it'd be New York's got to be one of them. I yeah. would think the Raiders <clears throat> for sure. Pittsburgh, Chicago, and this is drunkest. Uh, there's gotta be some New Orleans. Oh, I, I that's was I, New that. Orleans. Yeah, yeah, New Orleans. yeah, New Orleans is on there. Yeah. 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 What do you got, Swaggo? Yeah, I would say New Orleans Raiders, uh, uh, Bills. Uh, Bills, oh, yeah, Bills Mafia, you got yeah. to be drunk yeah. enough to jump on those that. Midwest teams. Yeah, yeah you got to be drunk enough. And all that. There's not much going weather. on up there. No, they're all <laughs> snowed in, getting yeah. hammered. They're getting drunk and Fire. jumping through tables and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'd say, yeah, and then, you know, and Boston. I'd say the Patriots fans are pretty. Somebody said Eagles. That's probably a pretty good one, too. That's probably a good one, too. Yeah. None of the none of the California other than the Raiders, but no. Ron, the Mater Raiders. Wait a minute, they'd be high. Niner fans got to be all the way high. Same with same yeah. with Seattle and Denver, yeah. Denver yeah. right? That's yeah. got to be all the way high. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. The, yeah, I'm going. The South, we're drinking. The South and the Midwest, we're drinking. Yeah. Yeah. The West Coast teams, they're all they're all. Ron, the Mater Raiders said we're uh, the Browns are doing it all just because they suck. Gotta numb the pain. Okay, yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. All right, let's pick up back up with uh, Kill Jadis. Can I get my prediction now? Sure thing. Okay, well, in no order, I think my top five would be Bill's Mafia, the Insurs in Pittsburgh, Raider Nation, the Dog Pound in Cleveland, and the Vikings for alcohol. We would probably be um, Raider Nation, Jacksonville, 49er Faithful, uh, New Orleans Saints, and 
tonight. Well, you're wrong. Okay. It goes in the order of this. Falcons, Jaguars, Bills, Cardinals, and Colts for alcohol. For weed, it's Falcons, Ravens, Jaguars, Cardinals, and Bills. The Falcons just went one and one on both. Interesting. What kind of survey is this? Where's Ritter Nation in all this? Tenth in alcohol with 74% and ninth in Mary Jane with 64%. Okay, let me see the graph. Uh, how are the Chargers ahead of us in alcohol? Maybe it's because they suffer so much that they end up drinking more than us to compensate and to cope. <laughs> hmm, I guess. Well, at least you can say that we party hard but also are responsible. I say we don't party hard enough. We need to do more. Who's a rookie number? <laughs> Don't come broke promoting that stuff. We have kids listening to this. I need Raider Nation to start chugging beer like our RFR who's Stone Cold Murph. Murph, go ahead and show those done. Chug a few beers. Don't ask him to do that. He's got a show to host. Speaking of partying, Macho Man, you've been partying too much. (laughs) (laughs) Those Slim Jim rappers are your husband. My Puyo doesn't eat Slim Jim, so be useful and clean up. (laughs) <laughs> and you, my ning can come to my bedroom and give me a food massage. <laughs> but my love, I'm doing a phone call. Well, I'm ending it. <coughs> Bye. Oh my gosh! Holy cow! Oh my gosh! It sounds like he call he calls the RFR hotline and then he goes and gets lucky. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Look at, look at, so, was call, so I'm not going to do the Stone Cold thing, but that was when I did the Stone Cold thing there. Okay. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I won't I won't do it here because we've yeah, already subjected our, our guests to enough tonight. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, so Swag Jeff, who do we got tonight for the Sizzler Award? This is a, bit okay, of a this marathon one's, this show. This one's tough. This one's really tough. Oh so, my gosh! Uh, so dang so, funny. So yeah, so we we started we started the night with some emails. Um, uh, Daniel Mangus predicts uh, predicts thirteen wins for the season. Uh, Paul, I didn't listen to much of his message until uh, until I heard the word Mariota, uh, and then I tuned in and uh and i also heard him uh make michelle say that turkey isn't all we'll be stuffing on thanksgiving (laughs) (laughs) houston raider steve brings out i believe he said it was rick sav or rick savage (laughs) Savage. on his behalf with a promo uh we've got uh the the raider karaoke kid that almost wins a sizzler for his chief suck song uh (laughs) and you know and look man uh, I'm, I'm going with my gut here and, and, you know, and if anyone wants to dispute my, uh, okay. All right. don't bother because I'm, I'm picking. What, what do, do you want to get any input from our co-host tonight? Sure. Sure. Who is Damn. the best caller email of the night? You just you just say and then I mean I'm I mean I've got my you know yeah you don't have to change your your mind but I'm curious That's what are yeah I mean the. Macho Man was incredible. Well, Macho Man's with, incredible. With, incredible. With the, with the, I think the cameo, the the ending cameo, was put, put it over. You think so? I mean, foot massages. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. That that that's an RFR after dark segment. Right there. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, um, Kill Jadis almost won the Sizzler. Oh, he didn't win he it. He didn't win it this week. Who got it? Because of an assist from your sister Michelle, <laughs> the winner of this week's Sizzler, uh, made Michelle drop an F bomb. Oh. He made her drop an F bomb. The email was great, but the F bomb was perfect. We're going with Matthew Mangus for this Yay! week's Sizzler. Cutting off Mangus. 
Sizzler. 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 So Michelle should get like half a Sizzler for that. Because, oh, absolutely. You yes. know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. yeah. Salute. Right. Much respect. Absolutely. <laughs> we are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here. And we ain't playing around today. From The Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. <laughs> Congratulations to our wait, hold off on that swagger. We got a lot more to get to. Well, not a lot more to get to, but like more than that intro or outro. All right, so uh, thank you uh, to all of you tonight that emailed the show and and, and called the show. And uh, I want to say uh, congratulations to John the Baptist for yes, winning the Johnny B. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely Congrats. for winning the Josh Jacobs jersey. And also, do you remember when we gave away the replica Fred Bolitnikoff jersey? Yes. Okay, so Damien sent me a picture. This is our winner. Oh, that's nice. Damien Hardy. That's that's awesome. I sent him sent him that picture Love there. It. So nice. congratulations to Damien there on on winning that. And then uh, before we get to the music and hit the music and take us out the long way, swag. Jeff. Yeah. But I want to thank our guest tonight. Thank you to QB, oh, thank Jeff. You. Thank you to me. Michelle. This has been yes. an absolute pleasure so having you here tonight. Thank this you. has been so great. Much. Thank you so much. Um, You're you know, welcome back anytime. Absolutely. We're a huge fan of your brothers. We're a huge fan of the of, of the business and Domenico's and all that. And when he's he was like, oh, yeah, did I ever tell you my sister was a Raiderette? And I'm like, <laughs> no. And he goes, you think you'd want to have her on the show? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I think she was Raiderette of the year, too. I'm like, she was? And he goes, yeah, she's got all kinds of cool stories. I'm like, absolutely. Like, we would absolutely love to have her on. So thank yes. you so much yeah, for, thank you so for much joining us here tonight. Really, awesome. really appreciate you. Absolutely. You got any uh, any, any parting words to, to Raider Nation before we kind of kind of head out? Just win, baby. Hey. Oh, that's it. That's, hey. perfect. Hey. that's, that's perfect. perfect. That's perfect. All right, Swag Jeff. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode. Uh, thank you to everyone in the chat. Uh, Raider Flash, Swag, uh, Swag Jeff. Swag Jeff's in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Chevy Silver Raider, T3 Sports Guy, uh, Kill Jadis, uh, Raider, Co- Raider Kojo 916, uh, Franklin 83. Thank you for the people that donated to the One Nation Foundation. We were kind of on a roll today and didn't get to shout everybody out. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, John Q, Tider Raider, and Raider Rich. Thank you guys so much. 100% of that money is going to go to the One Nation Foundation and in turn go to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. Or no, we're going to the uh, greater youth sports, right? Yes, yes. So, yes. So, so that will go to a great cause there. Uh, thank you so much for everyone tuning in. Uh, give me Jeff. You're up. <laughs> <laughs> Future, Do something cool. Future's bright, Raider Nation. Yeah. yeah, man. Stay up. We got a lot of good things going. Derek Carr. Everybody, Henry Ruggs. Yeah, man. We and got it going on. Doing good JJ Abrams, number 24. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Hey, shout out your socials, man. Where they can they find Domenico's? Yeah, uh, Domenico's Deli uh, TN, uh, and then uh, Domenico's Deli TN.com for the website. Absolutely. Look us up if you're in Middle Tennessee, if you're in Alameda, 408 Green, uh, not 408, 1407 <laughs> Webster Street. That was my house. There you go. Don't go there. Oh, no, don't. Don't, don't, don't go there. 1407 no, Webster Street. Come and, see, come and see Murph on the uh, 17th. July yes. or June? June. Next, June. This okay, coming up like July or weeks. Oh, I did. Okay, yeah, I was June wrong. June 17th. Couple weeks. Yeah, just go couple to Domenico's Daily in Alameda. They're going to have a big uh, RFR party there, I think. Ah, sweet, man. <laughs> Look forward to it. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And remember, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night, YouTube. Good night, YouTube. I'm still not over that fucking index card game. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. Sorry. You're good. He's no proofread. <laughs> and I'll never be over it. I'm sorry. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust. So I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.